And welcome in. It is Jobbing Out, episode number 75. I am Glenn Clark. He is Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And he is... The main event. Event. It's good Fresh to ha- off of just destroying Carson once. So oh, yeah. Week. Whoa. <laughs> Way to go, yeah. man. Yeah, I try my best. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, AJ had a nice game week one against the uh, Eagles the preseason. A couple of quarterback knockdowns and, I guess, messed up Carson yeah. Wentz's ribs in the process. Yeah, it wasn't just me. A bunch of guys were killing him. But, yeah, I did definitely. Landing 335 on his ribs did not help him. No, that's not a no. good thing. Right? <laughs> you, might a, not, you might not have been the final blow, but you definitely softened it up a little as bit. As a man who has had those 335 on his ribs, I can tell you it's not pleasant. It's not a fun <laughs> feeling. So I feel for Carson Wentz. But that is uh, good news. It was good to see you uh, wrecking shop and a lot, of, uh, a lot of people on Twitter talking about you during the game. I was happy to see that. In fact, I even said something very nice about you on Twitter, but you know what? I didn't tag you in it because I didn't want you to know that I said it. <laughs> it's what not, did you say? I said I was uh, that despite the fact that you're my it mortal enemy. It doesn't matter what you said. What a dick you are. Wow. What a dick. <laughs> I said on Twitter, despite the fact that you're my mortal enemy, I'm proud of you and I'm thrilled that you're out there kicking ass. And, in fact, I know as a fact because Mojo retweeted me and then tweeted at you, and I saw that you and Mojo were, were tweeting with each other uh, later but that was the reason why he knew that you had a good game is because I tweeted something and he retweeted it. So there you go. That's that's how so all that cute. that's how all that went down. But I did I legitimately didn't want you to know that I was saying anything nice about you on Twitter. So I was like I could tag him. I could just say at. But I'm like no, I don't want him to know that. I and now I don't even know what I'm telling you now. I should have just left it alone and you would have never known that I said anything nice about you ever. Which is the way that I would prefer it to be. That's just the way that it works. Uh, good to have you back. Uh, sorry you missed last week. Uh, I had quite the week last week as well. Did, did you ever end up? Nope. It's a big problem, bro. It's still? It's still there. So, like, in the middle of this show. I, could happen. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on anymore. I have no idea. I just didn't want it to happen on the plane, and it didn't. So we're okay. Um, speaking of which, we're going to be making picks in a second. I guess let's set up um, Matt Hart. Broken Matt Hardy is going to join us on the show this week. He's going to bestow his broken brilliance upon us. I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so excited. Broken Matt Hardy is appearing with uh, the Aberdeen Ironbirds on Saturday night for Wrestling Night, which just so happens to also be Press Box Night. You can get your tickets. Ironbirdsbaseball.com, 410-297-9292. He'll be there taking pictures, signing autographs on Saturday night, and he kicks ass. Like, I am so in on Broken Matt Hardy that I'm going. Like, I will be there on Saturday night to see the old Broken Matt, and I'm really looking forward to it. So he will join us a little bit later on in the program. But more importantly... This is our big SummerSlam preview edition of the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was, wow. That was weird. That, that, <laughs> that, was, that, that was the least convincing <laughs> woo ever. <laughs> um, so we are getting ready for SummerSlam uh, and also, of course, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2 on Saturday night. And so we are going to be making picks throughout the course of the first couple of segments of the show. Um, we have a celebrity guest picker this week, AJ. Yes, we do. Um I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I play football for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, yeah? Do you? And uh, a teammate of mine, uh, his so he, name was Brent Grimes. Wait, he plays – But it, so does he also play football? He actually also plays football. He is a defensive back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For the, of the NFL? It's of the National Football League. Holy yes. crap. That is yeah. something. That So he plays your, – your friend Brent is yeah, – 
friend Brent. He he actually plays football too. He's on the same Holy team. God, this is a wow. weird world. This is a weird world. So Brent is gonna pick, make make picks against us. Yes. All right. So here's the deal. I suggested via text to, to you guys this week that after my episode last week, that a fair punishment for the loser would be to do a um, apple cider vinegar power hour of sorts. Now, not a full hour. Trust me, I'm. That's insanity. But I was thinking like maybe ten minutes or. Seven, or ten shots throughout the show or something, something like along that. those lines yes. would be my thought process. Well, I want to record it. You know what I mean? I feel like you need to keep it in a. Maybe five minutes. Well, I, I was thinking that, like, you know, basically throughout the segment, it's just like you, you kind of point to somebody. And, you and they got to do a shot, do a shot of apple cider vinegar. On the air. AJ, you have to get ready for a football season. Ooh. So yeah. I don't know, that's, like, that's... how plausible that is for you. Although it's just apple cider vinegar, in fairness. I mean, I'm not going to lose. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's okay. So there's well, that. Hopefully, it'll be all three of us. Well, so so the idea is we have to guarantee a loser. Is that the idea? That's that just, even just, if just like well. Well, I think right. we I thought we talked about that last time that we don't want to have any more months where we don't have a loser. Well, then right? what's the point of the guest picker? Well, what I'm saying is like if the guest picker beats multiple of us, no matter how many, we all have to do it. But if we all beat the guest picker, then it's whoever finished in last of the three of us that loses. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I just, I'm, I'm with, Whatever. I'm think that somebody should have to lose, and somebody, it, it's a better thing if somebody loses, right? Like, we okay. need to have a loser. Yeah. But all it could right. be all three of us. If Brent, Brent actually watches wrestling. I'm like some of our guest pickers who had no idea what they were talking about. Like, we could be in a little trouble picking against yeah. Brent. You so, would definitely be watching SummerSlam with me. So. Yeah. So it could be all three of us that are sitting here doing shots of apple cider vinegar next week. You know what I mean? Like, all that's right. totally plausible. So I think that's the way that it should go. All right. Well, very good. So that, that handles that. Um, are we all, do we need to talk about anything before we get into picks? Is there anything that's like so important that we have to discuss it? Yes, we have to talk about Naomi's entrance. Well, I have no well, problem yes, with that. Yes, I have they, no they, pro- There were that and, uh. That was amazing. Well, it was great. I, this is, I said this to Aaron because we Someone said it's a mix between Finn Balor and Bailey and that's perfectly. It's not bad. I mean. Perfect. My, description of how awesome it is. I mean, is. my only even mild complaint about it is when the lights turn on and she's wearing that outfit, it looks a little bit ridiculous, but it's worth it for that entrance. The entrance Absolutely. is so great. Um, the only issue that I have is that, as you guys know, I don't know that they know what they're doing here. Like, I'm a little bit worried that they just said, hey, do something cool, and that's all they have. Like, they don't have anywhere to go with it other than the entrance looks cool, but I'm kind of still fine with that because the entrance is so cool that... Eh, who cares if they got nothing if, else if for If they it. figure it out, fine. If they don't, then we still get that entrance. Okay. Yeah, I'll live. Yeah. I'll live with that because it, it is phenomenal. Although, anything that doesn't put all of the attention on her ass is a mistake because <laughs> it is it is one of the great wonders of the world to me, <laughs> Naomi's the great ass. wonders of the world. It's phenomenal. It's, it's, I, I lose sleep thinking about it sometimes. I can understand I'm, I'm glad that you're with me on that. Anything else that we need to discuss? Uh, just we because we won't get to it later. Uh, he's Slater. Dude, Shane McMahon's uh, a dick. Uh, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan are the biggest yeah, they, heels they, in the company. They took away. Like they, he earned that contract. He earned the contract. Square. He's a little loopy, guys. That's fine, but you've been a little, you play football. You've been a little loopy before, right? Yeah, but you're not supposed to sign a contract under those Well, as long as they give him back the contract, that's fine. If they don't give him back the contract, then they are dicks. They are kind of dicks. Like, I do agree Shane McMahon that. is showing that he's just his father all over again if they don't give him that contract. And the truth is, he did tell Shane that he looked beautiful, which was, 
you know, I think a nice thing for Heath to say, even if he didn't mean it for Shane, it still was was very nice. You know I mean, mean, Shane did look good. Maybe he did mean it for Shane. He just got the name wrong. That that could also be the case. That could also that be also the works. case. You got to keep that in mind. Um, I do think that Heath, like, say whatever you want. And this is the one thing about Heath is like, it, it's not going anywhere because it never has before, but. He's getting he primed. Gets the most out of every yeah, dude. He is. Uh, here, here's a nice bit of trivia. Since the draft, he's been involved in more segments than any other person no on doubt. WWE television. No doubt. But even in the build up to the, like the the 2000th or the two whatever that was, what was the yeah the the legends run. Yeah, even yeah. that. Like he was getting t- like he's always he's great. Yes, he's, he's Heath is really, really great. And I'm I know it sucks and it seems embarrassing and seems humiliating, but. There's a lot of guys that would kill for this kind of TV time. When, when the bell rang and people realized it was a DQ, people were celebrating online. Like, people were genuinely into the fact, you know. Because they should be, because it's Heath Slater, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm hoping that this weekend he's showing up at Evolve, but, uh, <laughs> like, that, that's just my personal hope, because that would be just yeah, the be greatest great, right? addition to that storyline ever. Yeah. But uh, it, it, people are getting behind him. Well, as they should. It's, he, wor- it's working. Yeah, he kicks ass. Heath Slater is really great, and he... He's taken the, it's, it's a Damien Sandow type of thing. He's, or, or sorry, um, what's his name now? Aaron Rex. Aaron Rex, thank you. Um, where you, you take something that's not great that's given to you and you, you squeeze out every possible drop that you can from what you're given. And he's always done that. Three man band. It's the legends thing all, now. Like, all in. All yep. in on the work that Heath Slater is doing. And, and he deserves recognition for, for the work that he's doing. And, Again, I, I think there's a lot of guys in that locker room that would be like, dude, are you kidding me? Give me that TV time, man. Like, good for you. Good for you getting kicking ass like that. So I'm good with that. All right, anything else? Kurt Hawkins coming back. <laughs> I have nothing to say about it. I have nothing to say about Kurt interesting, Hawkins. Uh, interesting choice. Eh, I mean. I, I like Hawkins, so Hawkins is good. It's fine. All right, let's make some picks. Uh, we'll start Saturday night. Uh, NXT TakeOver 2 from Brooklyn. Uh, right now there are five matches on the card, although. Six. Six. But we don't know. We don't know the one. Right. So who is it? Tell me. Uh, well, the the six. It's uh, Ember Moon taking on TBA. And who do you th- you think is gonna be Blue Pants? I have no idea who it's gonna be. It'd be really great if it was Blue Pants. I mean, it, I, it'd be I would really hate great. If it was Blue Pants. Yeah, that would be really. Though no, I, I don't know if she's uh, healthy yet. She broke her ankle a few months back, so I don't know if she's uh, competing again yet. And really, the only like other logical would be like if you. Brought someone back down that got caught up recently, like Carmella or... Eva Marie. <sighs> Don't get me started, you asshole. Do not get me started on this. Can we agree that her being stuck in traffic and missing the match is one of the top five moments in it's, SmackDown history? Again, I like everything about the bit, other than the notion that it's going to end with Eva Marie being allowed to have a title opportunity against uh, 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 Becky Lynch. That would be the worst. The worst. The, but the only thing that could have been better last night is, like, two minutes before her entrance started, if the voiceover guy came on and said, Eva Marie has entered the building. Right. I really wish they would have paused. The, like, the only thing I'll come, this is such nitpicking. They do the whole entrance, right? And then he immediately goes into saying she's, I wish they would have built that a little bit. Like, she, she's missing. There's, right. and then the entrance guy, the, the, the voiceover guy's like, uh, 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 my apologies. You know, I wish they would have built that a little bit, but other than that, it was, no, it was tremendous. Nobody's arguing with that. All right, so five matches on the card on the uh, WWE Network, Saturday night, uh, 8 o'clock, from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Uh, Aaron, what is the first match that we are picking? Uh, the first match is your personal favorite, Glenn. Uh, no Way Jose Love him. takes Love on him. Austin Aries. 
Uh, so, uh, how we, how do we do this with Brent? Do we let Brent goes first. Brent goes Brent, first. Yeah, Brent's, Brent's here. He has a headphone. Excellent. In, so we can hear. Excellent. We're just super close to each other because these headphones do not separate. <laughs> What's up, Brent? Oh, you, can't hear. you gotta talk to Mike. How you doing, um, buddy? I'm good. It's me, Brent Grimes. I play for the <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFL. Yes. Oh man, yes. that makes me so happy. I can't possibly explain. So you're a, you're a football player. Yeah, and yeah, you know uh, National Football League. How do you know? You know AJ? Yeah, he um he's on my team. What? What? There's none of this computes, man. None of this makes any sense, dude. I really he's agree. also on my other team, Miami Dolphins. Wait, he? You guys played for another team? Yeah, in... it's like I think it's 32 NFL teams. What? Yeah, and uh we happen to be on two of the same ones. Oh, there man. we go. Oh, man, I am so happy that you are in on this bid. It makes me so happy. All right, so uh, let's start. Uh, first match, uh, and if you pick against No Way Jose, I will hate you now. So. All right. So I'll, I'll take No Way Jose. There, there we, we go. go. That's what I'm talking about. He knows how to please the crowd. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, man. AJ, that was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what me and Britt hang out with. Oh, awesome. no, I get it. I get it entirely. All right. But, uh, go ahead. You guys are all idiots um, because there's no way Austin Aries is going to lose this match. Um, You know what? You're probably right. But I don't care. <laughs> I'm taking no ASA anyway, because that's my boy, and I love him, and uh, he is NXT now, and so I'm taking no, no <laughs> You don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. You're an asshole. You know why? You know who my favorite player is? No, Brent Grimes. I don't know if you know this. He plays cornerback for the Bucks, <laughs> and he likes no way Jose. Yeah. <laughs> We need right. to be just like a Matt Hardy thing where just like Brent Grimes, he plays quarterback <laughs> for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He likes No Way Jose. Oh, man. He's um, my favorite player. But you know what? I'm picking No Way Jose, too. That's what I'm talking about. I cannot wait for Austin Aries to get this match. This is tremendous. This is so tremendous. I mean, you laugh at the No Way Jose thing. But it legitimately is one of the bigger things in NXT right now. And this is his first takeover. Like, dude, yes, he's got to win. Austin no, Aries is fine. Austin Aries is going to win by cheating. Well, that's it's very possible. It, that can, what if there is a DQ, actually? There that you would, go. That would, that would make me right. That's all I care about. All right, next match. Uh, next match, we have the uh, tag titles, The Revival, go against uh, Gargano and Ciampa. All right, let's start with, uh, and who is this again? This is... Uh, Are we uh, going to do this forever? <laughs> In the National Football League for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I played a position of cornerback. Now, what does a cornerback do? Um, cornerbacks tend to cover wide receivers. Who the quarterback, not corner quarterback. Right. He that's the guy that receives the snap on every play. He throws oh. to the wide receiver. My job is to try to catch the ball myself or break it up, not let the receiver catch it. And you do that. In the Sometimes NFL. Sometimes I have to tackle running backs. I don't really, you know, that's not the best part of the job, but you know. Hold hold on. When you guys do primetime games and you're announcing yourself, can you please just announce yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Brent Grimes, quarterback. Grimes, cornerback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Of the That's NFL. Cool. Of the NFL. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who's winning the tag title match? Um, I'll, just, I'll go with a revival. Yeah. I hear you. I, I guess I'm up next this time because we we rotate there. Yes. Yeah. Um. I love 
I, I mean, I really love Gargano and Ciampa. Like, what's not to love? They're phenomenal, and I think that they will get a tag title run. But I think, given that it's Brooklyn, given it's it's NXT Takeover, the revival have been around for a while, and at some point you assume they're they're leaning towards the main roster. I think that for now you have them hold on to the tag title. So I will stick with the revival. Yeah, the fact that Ciampa's not under contract yet, to my knowledge, I didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah, he's Gargano just signed. Right. Like, Within the past week, and I don't think Ciampa's signed quite. I'm sure he's going to be. And the fact that, you know, I guess it, they may not be by that point, but at this point, Gargano's still involved with the CWC. It would be a, a, feel a little bit awkward. I'm leaning towards the revival here, but I'm with you that I could see it by the next takeover. Yeah, I think, I think they're on their way. I think they're on their way. AJ? Yeah, I'm going with the revival as well. Yeah, all right, there you go. Four for four. Very good. Uh, next match. Uh, next match, the takeover debut of the glorious Bobby Roode right. against Andrade Cien Almas. Uh, okay, so now the, the guy, the who is this guy again that that does the... Uh, wait, it's Brent Grimes from the National Football League, <laughs> played cornerback for the Tampa Bay yeah. Buccaneers. Have you played anywhere else before? I've also played for the Miami Dolphins and... I also play for the Atlanta Falcons. I just, I don't, I don't recognize, I'm sorry, I'm sure you're yeah, good, I just, okay. I, mean, I don't recognize, but I, cool. I'm glad cool. that you're here. I'm not offended at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best bit we've ever done. It's so great. <laughs> winning the match. <sighs> um, I'll go with the dude, Bobby Roode, the man's pretty cool. Yeah, I, okay, Aaron, you're up. He's glorious. Yeah, he's pretty glorious. Yeah, I I let Brent because that's my alarm clock. I stole that idea from <laughs> stole Aaron it last, from me from last week when he was on the show. He did give you credit uh, though on Twitter. I saw he did that. give you credit. Yes. And so like I stole it, and it's awesome. It's the best, uh, alarm clock ever. And I showed it to Brent, and he was like, "That's awesome." It really is. It's really it's, awesome. It's amazing. So uh, yeah, I'll make it a clean sweep. Bobby Roode's not losing his first match. That, yeah. You know, like it's just not, it's just not happening. So yes, Bobby Roode is winning this one. Next one, uh, we have the women's title, Oscar and Bailey. Yeah, that one's interesting to me. Um, the the fella with the the football guy, uh, 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 who goes, he, he's gonna make a pick now, I believe. Yeah, it's the football guy here. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many matches to pick. I don't think I can keep up with this. We, we got ten. Like, we literally have so many yeah, matches to pick. <laughs> I don't think I can continue with the bit, but I want to because I like it so much. I'll go with uh, Bailey. Ooh. All right, all right. This one's tough. I mean, this is a really it tough is, match to pick. AJ. Is, uh, man, it is. It's very tough to pick. Uh, Bailey is not a horrible pick because it doesn't seem as if there's any real rush to get her up because there's they're already trying to work in the other divas. But I don't, I don't see Oscar losing this. I really don't. And I think Aaron said it perfect how he's gonna build how they built it back up like a Rocky movie. But I don't think that this is going to end the same way the Rocky movie did. I think that Asuka is going to kick her head off again, and I'm going to pick Asuka. Man, I'm struggling with this. Because I I see both stories, and I think that both stories are good stories. You know what I mean? I think it's it's clear that they envision Bailey. You don't bring her up for a pay-per-view to wait another six months in order to get her on the main roster, right? And it would make particular sense right now to inject another star onto the SmackDown women's roster if you're going to introduce a, a title there, right? Like, not to take anything away from the, the women that are there, but it's only six of them. You know what I mean? Like, there's six women on the show. And, some, and you know, Carmella's still struggling and, to get and, over a little and, bit. And, and look, Alexa Bliss is... She, she's great. She's great, she's, but she's largely she, unknown, and they could know, use... Eve, a, Eva Marie can't get in the ring, and... 
Yeah, it's it's just not. It's it, they could use Bailey on that show. So I'm I'm also going to agree with AJ, and I'm going to go Oscar here. And trust me, I I have no problem with them going either way because I think either way is a great storyline. But I think you can have a great match, tell a great story, and still have Oscar win. And I don't think it. It changes Bailey. I think Bailey can still be bubbly. I think she can still be the same character when she comes up to the main roster. The thing with me that uh, I'm going to pick Oscar. The thing that makes me think Bailey is simply because I just don't know where Oscar goes after this. If Bailey loses and gets called up, like you have Ember Moon, you have Peyton Royce. Yeah, it's it's a tough division right now. I agree. Right. You, have some... her, you have her dominate the division. Like Finn Balor did for over But she years. also can't be that far away from getting caught up too, yes, right? She can. Yes, you she think? Can. She I, can she can be a, I could see her holding the belt for another year after this and holding the belt till next year's Brooklyn, dropping it then. Wow. And then being called up because right now they're at a position where they have to build up the divas that they have on the roster. That's true. You're yeah. right about that. Like you can't call and up. The best way people. to do that is to have a, a definitive top that everybody gets a shot at and nobody yeah, can and somebody's off, chasing along, yeah. yeah along the way somebody's going to be able to build themselves up okay i hear you on that yeah i, I hear i just oscar's so good you know oscar's I mean? like, great. it's a bummer that she wouldn't be on the main roster but i get I, I i hear your argument for it and that's i think that's why we're picking oscar that's the way it goes all right one more match for takeover joe nakamura yeah that one's kind of a big deal so let's go back to um is it is it uh is it brad no, it's uh, it's Brent Grimes. Frank. I play for the football team based in Tampa Bay. Also, you could call it a Buccaneers. All right, I promise in the second segment we're not doing the bit anymore. But we got through this segment, and that it was really good. And Brent, Brent is legitimately my favorite player for going along with it. The See, now I want to, you know, broadcast it at the stadium. <laughs> Big play. You know how they used to? They they had the recording of Derek Jeter coming. You know, Derek Jeter yeah, number, number two. two. The record. <laughs> no, just record Brent Grimes for every tackle. Yeah. Oh. Now, what's oh. the match again? It's the championship match, Samoa Joe and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Is that the King of Strong Style? That is the, yeah, King, is of the King of Strong Style. style. I go with him. No, no doubt. That's what I'm going with. I don't oh, care interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. Right. He, loves, he loves Shinsuke. Well, said, who's, what's not the one? I mean, <laughs> he said he's, he's drunk. Dude, he he is. I think. <laughs> what did, did did you see the the bit with Joe last week? The grabbing the nose and stuff. It was the yeah. greatest thing ever. Um, all right. So I guess this is me. I go first on this one. Um, or I go second after the uh, the, the guy uh, Brad. Um, I I could I would love to have Nakamura get a title run because it would also work because you could keep Joe in the picture, right? Like I don't. In fact, I think it was it would actually be a good idea. You don't have a next logical. It doesn't seem like either one of these guys are getting called up right now, right? Uh, I mean, Nakamura, Nakamura getting, getting called up at any point makes yeah. sense because he's Nakamura. I understand that. But I think that you could give him a title run, have him lose it again to Joe at some point before the end of the calendar year, and have his call-up be more around the Royal Rumble. And that, to me, would make a little bit more sense. So I'm actually going to agree with uh, Brent, and I'm going to take Nakamura to win. And I just think it continues this I think they can use a strong title picture for a little while, and I think that gives you a strong title picture because Joe can can chase for a little bit as well. I just I feel like Joe isn't going. Like I'm very confident that Joe is not going to be called up within the calendar year. Let's yeah. say. Yeah. And because of that, I feel like I think it works better. Like they might continue to feud, but I feel like it almost works a little bit better if Joe retains here. So I'm leaning towards that. And I, legitimately, I could see Nakamura debuting on the main roster, like you said, at any point, even the day after SummerSlam. No, 
I hear you. I mean, yeah. I, it's it's Nakamura. There's there's I just I don't know that you need to do it. You've done a lot right now with the brand split. I don't need know that you need to inject Nakamura. You've got to save something for around the Royal Rumble, right? Like you got to have a great awesome Royal Rumble entrant and like tell me how much the freaking place would lose their s if they hit the you know, the, the countdown oh, yeah. and it's Nakamura's uh, yeah, music oh, yeah. that hits. So I, I like it better yeah. at Royal Rumble. I have no problem with that at all. Lose their minds. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. This is I'm picking Nakamura, and the reason I'm picking Nakamura isn't I really think it's a 50-50. I could see either one of them win. But the reason I'm picking Nakamura to win is because, A, <laughs> and, and B, I picked Oscar to retain. I picked the Revival to retain. That's I true. think at yeah. TakeOver Brooklyn, there's got to be at least one title change. I That's a good point. That's a yeah. really good point. And I'm going to go with Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, it would kick ass. It would be really, really great. All right, let's pause here. When we come back in, we will take a look at SummerSlam Sunday night. Uh, Brent Grimes, who plays football for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, is our uh, celebrity picker this week. Uh, I'm Glenn, that's Aaron, and that's the main event. A.J. Francis, and this is Jobbing Out. Our friends at Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square are open for business with two all-new drive throughs a faster, high-tech kitchen, and a totally remodeled dining room. To you, it all means faster service and an even more comfortable place to eat. The next O's Day at Chick-fil-A is August 22nd. Wear any genuine Orioles gear and get a free sandwich all day. That's Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square, just off Campbell Boulevard in the Nottingham Square Shopping Center. And don't forget Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square for all of your catering needs. Looking for licensed Orioles and Ravens jewelry for the sports fan in your life? Charles Newsonoff and Sons Jewelers. 8720 Sater Hill Road in Parkville since 1923. Charles Newsonoff and Sons has provided the Baltimore area with affordable fine jewelry, quality repair workmanship, and a total devotion to customer service. Looking to pop the question? Charles Newsonoff and Sons has designer mountings and certified loose diamonds, prices that can't be beat for the perfect proposal. Download their new app, the Vow Engagement Ring Finder, for iPhone or Android, and search styles, get prices, and even upload a picture of your hand and try rings on virtually. Charles Newsonoff and Sons, Orioles, Ravens Jewelry, and the Vow Engagement Ring Finder. Go to charlesnewsonoff.com or call 410-661-5050. Charles Newsonoff and Sons Jewelers, 8720 Cedar Hill Road in Parkville. Let's scroll together. The Aberdeen Ironbirds have some very exciting events coming up at Lido's Field at Ripken Stadium. First, come out to Press Box Night at Ripken Stadium on Saturday, August 20th, and watch the Aberdeen Ironbirds take on the Vermont Lake Monsters and receive a free Press Box Ironbirds water bottle for the first 1,200 fans through the gate. Plus, our own Stan the Fan Charles will throw out the first pitch. And it's wrestling night, including an appearance from former WWE and current Impact Wrestling star Matt Hardy. Then, due to popular demand, the Aberdeen Ironbirds have added another Crab Feast night on Sunday, September 4th. For $56, you get a seat on the party deck and all-you-can-eat Conrad steamed crab, smoked pork barbecue, roasted chicken, hot dogs, and more. The buffet lasts two hours or until the start of the seventh inning. Call 410 410- 297-9292 or go to ironbirdsbaseball.com for tickets for these great events with the Aberdeen Ironbirds. Glorious! No, I won't give it! 
back in here on Jobbing Out. That was a nice touch, Aaron, bringing us back in with Bobby Roode's music. That, oh, yeah. that was a very, very... We could just play that. I'm good with using that permanently as even our show opener, if we wanted to think about that. I, I mean, I wake up to it every morning. That's not a joke. This show is glorious. We can make <laughs> our actual theme song. I would have no issue with that whatsoever. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and... The main event. A.J. Francis, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and our special celebrity guest picker this week, Brent Grimes, who is a, a, a football player of sorts with um, uh, another team, I think. Or is it the same same team? No, it's the same. You're same, right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bitch, I got to get this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to give up the bit, but it's really hard for me. Yeah. Oh God. All right. Uh, SummerSlam is Sunday night, and uh, we have already picked Takeover uh, Brooklyn two. So let's get into our SummerSlam picks, and we'll talk about the storylines and the matches uh, as we go through the picks. But uh, uh, Aaron, I guess so. You would you get the first pick after Brent uh, for SummerSlam? That's how we left off after the five matches. For the first, that was where we uh, left off. Let's get to the first match. What do we have on Sunday night? Uh, we have a tag match, and it is uh, Enzo Amore and Big Cass versus Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. All right, Brent Grimes, whatever it is that you do for a living. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Jericho and Owens. All right. I like, I like, I like Kevin Owens. What's not to like? I mean, I, you know what? Could, could we like Brent Grimes anymore? He likes Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> he likes Kevin Owens. Like, th- Jesus Christ. Anybody who watches wrestling at all and doesn't like those two? Yeah, fair enough. All right, yeah, you're the worst. So, so, so you're, are you going to stop short of buying his jersey, or are you still going to buy the jersey? I might. <laughs> I might. Now i got to figure out what team he plays for. But I, when I do, I'll buy Brian's jersey. Uh, I'm going Enzo and Cass. Mainly, I mean, I love Jericho. I wish they could actually have a tag run. But if this doesn't end with uh, Kevin Owens, like, Power bombing Jericho into yeah, the apron. I'd be, be pretty shocked. It would seem to be a failure. I agree with that. Uh, AJ? Yeah, I'm going to go with Enzo and Cass. And I, too, will go with Enzo and Cass. I, I just don't I don't think it's a good thing to give Enzo and Cass a loss right now. Now, maybe they're in such a position that they could survive that. Like, maybe they're so hot that it, it wouldn't matter if they took a loss right now. But I don't – what's the point? Whereas Jericho and Wyatt – or, sorry, Jericho – Wyatt, Jesus. Jericho and Owens together – it doesn't like they're not a tag team, so they don't need to worry about whether or not they take a loss right now. Chris Jericho doesn't really need to take, worry about whether he takes a loss ever. So um, yeah, I, I think it makes more sense Enzo and Cass. And yes, it, it seems as though they should build to uh, an Owens Jericho feud. Although they maybe want to drag it out this weird buddy cop thing. Maybe they want to drag it out another pay per view before they split them up. I don't know. When's their next pay per view on Raw? On Raw is the twenty, so the eleventh is the snack, so twenty fifth. So they it'd be a really cool way to turn Kevin Owens' face if you're gonna go with Seth Rollins as the champion and then have somebody to chase it. I just don't know that I like Kevin Owens' face. Like he would do the same exact thing. I, I, see, but that's probably true, right? We just I, like I don't it, right? know that this would lead to a feud as much as it would. Like Jericho's been wrestling a while, and I don't know. You know, I always wonder oh, in the you, back of like, my when mind he when's he away? walking away. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I just, I need Kevin, it, look, if it gets Kevin Owens in the title picture, high fives all around, because Kevin Owens should be in the title picture, and frankly, we should all be bowing down and f- kissing our his ass for, for being the greatest thing that we've seen in a very long time. So I'm I'm kind of good with that, but, um, you know, whatever. I Look, I, I've said all along, this whole thing has been weird to me, the whole build has been weird, but they're all so great that <laughs> exactly. there's no way that we're not going to like the product on Sunday night. It's just, it's Enzo Cass, Chris Jericho, and Kevin Owens. I should be jerking off every moment of my, of, of my life because I'm getting this. 
All right. Uh, <laughs> I just said that in front of NFL cornerback Brent Grimes. If it makes you feel better, he's laughing. All right, good. <laughs> uh, next. We got a six-women tag match. We got uh, Carmella, Becky Lynch, and Naomi against Natalia, Eva Marie, and Alexa Bliss. All right. Uh, uh, whatever your name is. I'm going to go with the first team. I, I don't feel like saying all the names. It's <laughs> 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 in so well here. Um, who was the first team again? <laughs> the Faces. The Faces. Yeah. All right, good. Becky it's Lynch's my, team. It's my pick? Yeah, it's yours. I'm going with Team Heels. All right, so the real question here is, does Eva Marie wrestle or not, right? Like, that's the ultimate question. Um, I don't think it's a good idea to have her wrestle, but also, if if you really are pointing towards Eva Marie versus Becky Lynch, and God, I pray you're not, um, I don't know how you do that without having her involved in some way. Like, I, to me, the most logical storyline is the, the, the Heels lose because Eva won't wrestle. Right. Like that's the most logical storyline to me is that they take the loss because Eva won't wrestle. But the question becomes, are you are you doing the double turn right where Eva doesn't even come out? You you have another excuse for why she couldn't make it. Uh, She got sick off some New York pizza or something like that on Sunday night. And then you have her show up and she distracts Becky. And that's the reason why the faces lose. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's one way or the other. I don't think it's a good idea to have Eva Marie wrestle on on Sunday. And I think because of that. I'm going to lead towards the first scenario, which is she refuses to wrestle, and that's the reason why the heels lose and the faces win. So that I'll go with the faces. I'm, I'm going with your, but I'm, I'm taking it. The You're going the double. Yeah. I, I'm going that the first time she's going to step into the ring will be a one-on-one match in a big right for a big thing. Whether it's I don't know if it's for a title, but it'll probably be at what is it? Is, What's the next one? No, uh, no, the one before No Mercy. They just decided No Mercy was Right, right, right. What, what's the 11th? Uh, whatever they're calling it. Who cares? Yeah, whatever yeah. they're calling it. Yeah, SmackDown pay-per-view A um, is, is what they're calling it. Yeah. All right. So so I'm going with uh, the heels. heels. Yeah, the heels win. All right, very good. Next up? Uh, next up, we have the uh, first match in the Best of Seven series between Cesaro and Sheamus. All right. Uh, football man. I gotta go with Seamus. I live in the house. Oh, that's a good point. I forgot about that. Dude, we didn't even talk about AJ, the fact that you like finally got to hang out with him. Yeah, it was cool. I got the we were kicking he was around the house like moving some shit out once uh Miko and uh Brent's mom and uh Aiden, their kid, uh once they actually moved in because they weren't living there in the off season. Um it was really just me and Brent. So once they moved in, Seamus was there moving some stuff out, I got to kick it with him. Um, we talked about wrestling. I was told him, he was like, you ever thought about going into business? I was like, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's all you I'm think done, about, right? I was like, if I'm done, if I'm done playing football before I'm 30, I'll probably give it a shot. He was like, well, don't even limit that. I didn't start till I was 30 and you see how my career's been. I was like, oh, well, I mean, I mean, he also happened to be best point. friends with Triple H. So I mean, it does kind of yeah. help a little bit in the it process. It does help when you're best friends with Triple H. Yeah. Uh, but I also got to assume it might help that I played in the NFL. For well, that's years. true. That's true. That would not be a bad thing. It's worked out for some other guys. I get, there's another uh, NFL player that just signed recently, right? That was working with yeah. Booker oh, T. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's cool, man. It's it's cool. When's he coming on the show? Uh, probably never. Ah, well, no. Well, what's, we tried. What's funny thing is, is that he actually was like, yeah, you when you guys were posting that you were recording from my house, I was kind of. Confused at what was going on, but <laughs> I finally figured it out. <laughs> That's really great. That's really great. Did you admit to him that you stole anything, or did you like? Did you did you say to him, "Hey man, can I just have this"? 
No, I. You know what the funny thing is, is that I I should have absolutely stole the crown. Yeah. Or, I, I, I should. Like I like the case. But the only problem is, is that I knew I was going to be coming back to Brent's a lot. Mm, true. That would be super awkward. Brent said I could have just blamed it on him, and that is actually something I never considered as much. Oh, dude, you blew it. Yeah, right. <laughs> what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. What's Seamus gonna do? Kick Brent out? Come on. Probably not. He yeah. Might bro, kick him in the face, and yeah. then that might hurt. <laughs> that wouldn't be great. I mean, it wouldn't be ideal. I guess for playing football. <laughs> Let's you know. make sure you don't tell him until January or February. Right. Yeah. Then if he gets kicked awesome. in the face, you're good because he's got a whole off season to get ready yeah. for the next season. You're good, no doubt. All right. So, uh, who's who's is it my pick? Yeah. All right, it's my pick. Um, I'm taking Cesaro because. Cesaro needs to beat somebody. Like Cesaro needs a a win. I know that you, you, somebody would argue he's gotten nothing but wins over Sheamus so far, right? But he needs a win at a pay per view. He needs something that matters. So I, I'm gonna go with Cesaro. Although it wouldn't stun me at all if they have no direction for him and and no plan. But I'm taking Cesaro. Yeah, I mean, and I also didn't live at Sheamus' I house. This so is... I'll wait till it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, the, wait your turn. The, this is legitimately a coin flip because it is a best of it. If it was just a singles match, I would oh, agree with you. It's too, the best right? of seven. Yeah. And I feel like in best of seven matches, they tend to let the heel get out to an early lead yeah. so the face can make a comeback. So I'm going with Cesaro, but it could go either way. Wait, you, you just said you're going with the heel. Uh, that, I met Seamus. Yeah, you're yeah. lucky. You're lucky I saved you there. That's right. Yeah. No, I was going to say the same thing that Aaron said is that, um, I think that Seamus is going to win here because I think it's just, it's good booking to have Sheamus get out to like a three-one lead, maybe, and then bl- and then blow it like Brent's favorite team, Golden State. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Damn, dude! Damn! That's harsh! Wow! God, what do you have against Golden State, by the way? That guy, by the way, Brent let you live in the house he was renting this yeah, summer, and now you're nice to this he's coming on your podcast that he clearly doesn't. He's, he's way better than what we're doing here. I mean, come on, man. He was playing along with our bits, and now you're going to throw shade? What a dick you are. What a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to start. You know what? No more main event. You're AJ the scumbag, Francis, now. That's Brent's taking you your title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brent's the main so event. So you know. You one can be a scumbag in the main event. I guess that is true. Uh, yeah. I guess that is just true. like. I don't. I don't know what that was. What was that? <laughs> well, I mean, not his. Not recently, but are, are we going to pretend just because he's great now and how he's developed the next team that he didn't purposely bury every person that he could for a decade? Oh, oh, oh yeah. You know, we we legitimately didn't hear <laughs> yeah, you because yeah. you broke you yeah, got your, your yeah. connection broke. All right, with this. All right. you're right about that. That yes. is a thousand percent correct. All right, uh, who's next? What's next? Uh, it's the U.S. title match between uh, Rusev and Roman that we got on Raw for yeah, that some was reason. a little odd. <laughs> a little... We got a 25-minute match Here, on Raw. We're going to do this again on Sunday, but you're going to watch it tonight. Um, all right, Brent. Uh, that's a tough pick. Um, I'm going to go with Roman. Okay. He won on Monday night, so he's going to do back-to-back wins. Uh, Aaron? Uh See, the only thing that I wonder here is if, like, you got to think there's something that's going to happen here because they gave away that match on Monday that I wonder if there's going to be a DQ finish. Like, I feel like Rusev definitely walks away with the title, but I don't know if it's going to end up being a DQ finish or not. I'm going to lean towards Rusev, though. All right. 
Yeah, um, see, that's my thinking too. Is that I think that I, I want to kind of pick Roman just as like he wins by DQ, but I. Oh God. Uh, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Rusev. Um, I'm gonna pick Rusev as well. I'm. I, I'm gonna pick Rusev as well. I hear everything that you guys are saying. Um, I, and yet. <laughs> A straight win makes. What are you guys giggling about over there? No, he said it. Damn, must have been a bad pick. I was like, <laughs> I was like it really is. Like we have any idea what's gonna happen. Like any of us like, jerks. We, we just all bet against Roman. At a right, that's a good like. point too. Right, he is new Cena. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it makes any sense. I think what Aaron says. I, why you would take the belt off of Rusev right now when he's hot, unless you're trying to push him towards, you know, something bigger. But I don't think that makes sense at the moment either. So I don't see it. But could it end in a disqualification? Absolutely. I'm just sticking with Rusev for now. All right, uh, next. Uh, next, let me pull this up. Uh, the next one is going to be... Uh, way to be prepared, Aaron. Yeah, we, I mean, way to be on top of things. Exactly. Intercontinental, Miz versus Apollo Creed or Cruz yeah, or right. something like that. Apollo Cruz. Uh, Brent Grimes. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty safe pick, I think. I think it is, anyway. Uh, AJ? Yeah, I'm going with the Miz as well, and I... I pray that the Intercontinental Title World Tour extends past 200 days. And I will also go with the Miz. I like I'm I'm I like Apollo Cruz. I, I think he's got a better spot on SmackDown than he had beforehand. But I just don't really see how it makes any sense right now to take the title off of Miz when Miz has been phenomenal. And there's no sort of logical place for him to go from here right now. Like if you want it, I guess you can always put Miz in the title picture if you want, but it's a three-week turnaround, right, to the pay-per-view in September? Yeah. Are you going to really start a whole new feud for three weeks when you also have kind of Bray Wyatt lingering as well? I don't think that makes sense. So I think that the most logical thing is, you know, if you wanted to do something that's set up that you could continue the feud for another month, I guess I could see that, maybe a DQ finish, but I'm going to go with The Miz uh, winning this as well. Aaron? I've been going back and forth on that, but something you just said makes me lean Apollo and that it is a three-week turnaround. I think that they could hot shot the title a little bit here. They put it on Apollo, then you put it right back on Miz at the SmackDown. It just it feels right, especially because later on I'm going to be picking some heels to win in the big matches. Having you know maybe kicking off the night with Apollo winning would be. I hear you. I just don't think Apollo's over enough as a face yet for that to be a big. I can see them testing it though, especially when they can reverse it three weeks later. It just it. Something about it feels right to me, so I'm leaning towards Apollo. Well, you're stupid, but okay. Probably. Yeah. That's probably going to be the one that costs me. (laughs) Next. Uh, Next, we got the uh, the women's title, Sasha Banks and Charlotte. Ooh, ooh, this one's a good one. Uh, The football fella. Uh, Football guy is going to pick Sasha Banks. (laughs) Solid pick. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I figured that AJ would like that. Uh, AJ, don't wait your turn. I'm next. Um, I'm going to pick Charlotte. I mean, I'm picking Sasha Banks. Wait, 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 your turn, asshole. Um, we all know that I'm picking Sasha Banks. Oh, are, are you really picking Charlotte? I, I just really wanted to do that to piss off AJ. I know, that's why right? I'm asking. There's a, there's a part of me that could He's see... Look, look, I could see them wanting to continue this for some time. I think the more logical play is to keep Charlotte... Have this be where you have... Um, uh, uh, Dana and Charlotte turn on each other, then you have a secondary feud there, and then you can inject whoever else you want into the, the title picture against Sasha. So, yes, I'm going to go with Sasha. I think here's the, the one thing that nobody's mentioned yet. Um, 
I absolutely could see a scenario because Charlotte's not allowed to have Dana to help her where exactly. And then Rick ends up turning on her and helping Sasha win. I think that would actually be a pretty great, you know, SummerSlam kind of moment, right? Where she just, at the beginning of the night, they show her in the back and she's like, yeah, you know, I don't have Dana, but I've got something, right? And then you hear Rick's music hit and he comes out and you're like, oh, all's forgiven. And then, you know, Rick turns on, on Charlotte and ends up helping Sasha win to get back at Charlotte for, you know, treating him like shit. And it would, it would extend the feud a little bit more, make it, you know, a little bit more logical to carry it at least through September, if not a little farther. I like, I like that scenario. Yeah. I hope they go that route. That, that one's signing. And you're, obviously, you're going with Sasha as well. Yes, of course. All right. Very good. Uh, I don't know if you heard. She's the boss. Not sure if you're familiar with that. Is she? She is the boss. That's what, that's her. She's not a football player though with the Buccaneers. She's just the boss. Just the boss. She's pretty good. She's very talented. Brent is like perfect. He should be doing this on TV somewhere. Like they should be going to him for his analysis, right? Of hey, Brent, so uh, uh, break down this play for me, and he'd be like, "Well, you know, it just didn't work." <laughs> like you're not gonna argue with him. Like no, that's that's really solid analysis, Brent. It's absolutely true. Go ahead, next one. Uh, we got the tag titles on the line as the New Day face Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, yeah. This one's really intriguing. Uh, Mr. Grimes. Um, I guess I'll go with the New Day. Ooh, okay. I have the next pick. Oh, no. Well, I, think- I screwed up because AJ took the next, the first pick last time, but it wasn't technically his pick. So, yes, oh, yeah. it's Aaron's turn. Um, I'm going Gallows and Anderson. It, it just feels right right now. I wanted to be the first one to say it, but plus plus without Big, I, I feel like the only reason to have Big E off TV right now is if they want them to lose it without Big E there, so they can and say, you bring him back and yeah, that's a good point. Uh, AJ, yeah, for that exact reason that Aaron just brought up, I'm also going Gallows and Anderson, unless Big E. Co- I mean, if Big E comes back at SummerSlam, then I, I'm probably going to be wrong. I, I'm I'm assuming that, that he's just not going to be there. I just think it makes more sense right now. I think it's a the perfect time. How close are they to a year? They will be SummerSlam. A, they will be they SummerSlam so they so will they be can, a few days short of the year. Oh, they'll be a few days short. Yes. Oh boy, that makes it tougher, right? If they had, if they had hit a year like on Friday, then to me it's a slam yeah, dunk be like that you have. Three sixty one or something like that. But that's still the record. I know it's still the record. It's just well, the modern record. <sighs> Ah! Yeah, that, well, well as, as you know from, from AJ's Mount Rushmore, he doesn't count anything that isn't monitored. He doesn't think that professional wrestling happened before 19 Okay, yeah, I'm glad you just brought, said that because that reminded me of the fact that I saw John Cena on a hefty trash bag commercial today. How many times has Bruno San Martino ever been on a You're right. They before? probably didn't do as many hefty trash bag commercials back in, in, in Bruno San Martino's day. You're probably John right about Cena that. John Cena was on a hefty uh, trash bag commercial with right. Rob Schneider. Yes, he was. Well, that's not a good thing. Wait a second. Wait a second. Rob is in so many classic movies. That's fine. When was the last time he was in a good movie? Uh, all the uh, the gigolos. That was first of all. It's been years since there's been a gigolo movie come out. Right. He also was. He also was in the first. Uh, what was that movie they just did with all, with him and Chris Rock and Grown Ups? Oh, Grown Ups. Yeah, I always forget. Grown Ups. Yeah, I always, he was in the first Grown Ups. I always forget that AJ loves all of those. AJ movies. likes those movies. Yeah. God. No, the second one was trash, but the first one. Was awesome. This is the that, first time I've heard you say a yeah. negative word about an Adam Sandler movie. No, that's like, the first time I've heard you say a negative word about a movie. That's probably true. I think the worst review I have heard was, "Eh, it's worth it's worth seeing once." Did you see the new Ghostbusters? 
No, I didn't. Uh, neither did I. I, don't, I mean, I, like, I don't know whether it was. Oh, did you? Yeah. Was it good? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It wasn't, you know, as good as the first one. The, the original's tremendous, you know, but it was, it was very, it's, of course. it's entertaining. All it's right. entertaining. All right. Um, You're up. Yeah, I know. Shut up. Shut up. I know. I don't even, I forgot what we're doing. Uh, Tag titles. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, the club's winning. The club's winning. They're winning. And then they're going to, it's, and it's great because it's going to keep the new day and there's something for them to chase and, it's I, it's an awesome program that they're working, so I've got no problem with it. The club wins. The New Day chases for a little while. The New Day wins the tag titles, and we get closer to Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, and hopefully by then there's a bigger plan for the New Day. So that it's we're getting into the fall. We know the fall's a tough time for, for the writers and for everybody involved at WWE because they're up against football, which is a sport I heard um, – uh, who is this fellow? Uh, Brent? Uh, that, that, he... I play this sport. I yeah. play it. Ooh, Brent Grimes. <laughs> oh, man. God, he is saving the show this week. We really came with no material, but Brent Grimes came ready to play. Oh, God. Brent Grimes. Like, you need to do stand-up or something. You know what? He's ready to play. What? Because he plays football. Oh, right. <laughs> For the Buccaneers, I heard. Or is it, wait, is it the Dolphins? I can't remember. I t- it was. It... You're allowed it to play was. for both? Yeah. Oh, not no at the same shit. Time. I am learning so much here today. And both of them are in Florida. Wait, in the same, the state has two teams? State has three teams. What the hell? You guys are playing them next, aren't you? That third team. Yeah, we're in Jacksonville right now. We I just practiced with them. I today. didn't know you could do any of that stuff. I am learning so much here. I am learning a Wait, lot. Wait, isn't the game Saturday? Yeah, we you practice are, with them today. The oh, oh, they did the co-practice. I forgot co-practice. about that. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, next match. Uh, the next match. John Cena versus AJ Styles. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, 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 Brent Grimes, the football football guy. Ah man, um, I'm gonna go with AJ Styles. Mm, how interesting. How interesting. Uh, AJ, you have the, the next pick. I'm also going with AJ Styles. Ah, I have a I have a small question. <laughs> I have just a small question for you boys, and uh, you know, feel free whoever wants to chime in because. I just need I need something answered. Uh, I had a question about this match. Is is John Cena in this match? Well, we don't know because like we found out with Eva Marie, she can be in a match but not actually show up to but, a match. But John the guy the John Cena fella. Yes. Not not a football player. I presume that he's in the match. He, he's in you he's, he is scheduled, but he's, the card is subject to change. John Cena wins. <laughs> I don't know how hard this is. Is this the third match in a program where he lost the first one and and he's got to go over now? He's going over. This isn't. We're not new to this. Valid point. Yeah. That, thank you. Thank you, Brent. I appreciate you're not, that. You're not saying something we don't already know. You just think that this is the time. No. I mean, you think this is the time after the it's 50 different. other times. Well, there's a the times. See, the difference I see is that with these other guys that John Cena didn't let go over. Uh, they were all young. <laughs> they were they everybody. Were, they were all, they were all young, so they had more time in their career. So people were like, "Oh, John Cena's still on top. We need to make him look good." I don't know how much time. I feel like John Cena might have less time in his wrestling career than AJ Styles. Well, I agree with that entirely. Mm-hmm. I, I look. You know how I feel about so this. So this might be the first time that's ever happened in a match of this stature. I I, so. I understand the argument, and if I'm being logical about this instead of just doing the right. LOL Cena wins. Um, what, that's the way it works. Uh, also, by the way, I'm not sure if you guys know, uh, he lives in Tampa, so I'm pretty sure you guys need to get on board, because I think he's like the mayor down there. needs to hook us up. Yeah, for real. Um, they're all living now. Isn't, uh, Daniel Bryan and... Oh, they all moved in together for the show? they all moved in together, yeah. Um, 
I I see what you're saying. I think that because of the split, I think it's important to them that they get, I think, between now and at least WrestleMania, if not until next year's uh, draft, I think it's important for them that they have John Cena kind of running the show on SmackDown because he is the kind of like they're, they're selling him. Boy, could they say face that runs the place a little bit more? I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's um, true. I hear you, but like, I, like I've never heard. Like, oh, I didn't know John Cena was a star. Thank you for reminding me that John Cena is a big deal. Well, you said he's not on your Mount Rushmore. And he was That's for all time, AJ. <laughs> that is for eternity. So. That's not for right now. If you said the Mount Rushmore of right now, it would be John Cena, John Cena, John Cena, and John Cena. Just four different pictures. Actually, probably Actually, it would be John Cena in the New Day. But well, that would be pretty good too. Be but good what about too. Broken Matt Hardy? And Broken Matt Hardy's really great. Don't forget, he's joining us in segment three. Um. I, I think that right now it's too important for them because of, of him sort of being what's supposed to carry SmackDown at the moment. I just don't I, – I get your argument, and I think that, that there will be a day where that will come. I think it's not coming right now. But I think it's coming within the next 18 months. I do agree with that. Um, Aaron, you have to make a pick. Yeah. Boy, I was actually – I was making this pick because I thought uh, Hell in a Cell was a SmackDown, but it's not. It's Raw. And I was thinking that it would almost make sense to have no, Styles blow it off. here and yeah. blow it off at Hell in a Cell. Um, you know what, though? Just, I, I'm with AJ. I'm you guys are so dumb. <laughs> we are you guys dumb. are so. You <laughs> are, are picking dumb. against John Cena in a blow-off match at a at SummerSlam. At well, it was SummerSlam. It wouldn't be a blow-off match. We did lose at SummerSlam last year. I oh John Stewart's there again. Oh, so you think that this could be? <laughs> there we go. Oh, I bet, oh. no, I think this is where John Stewart like gets. He, 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 oh, could you imagine if he comes out and hits Cena with the it chair would be again? Really great. I'm it not telling be, you. Uh, I, think, I think what he's gonna do is gonna. I really. We should. If you we should. We should have talked about having a prediction for this, but I think what they really should do is have John Stewart come out during the Finn Seth Rollins match, exactly like he did last year, and then he turns on Seth the match. Actually, would be really good. I'd be really excited about that. I'm ex- look, I'm excited no matter what he does because John Stewart. John Stewart. We don't get enough of him on television anymore, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, 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 I got you. All right. Um, uh, we how many more do we have? Got three more. Wow, Jesus Christ! Yeah, matches are on this Evan card. Eleven. Oh God. <laughs> uh, we have the WWE World Chip, whatever they're calling it. Is it just the WWE title these Universal days? Universal. No, the SmackDown. The SmackDown. Yeah, the, the WWE blue, the World Chip. I don't know what they're calling it, but Ambrose Ziggler. WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Is that what they're calling it? Okay. All right, uh, Brent Grimes, who for some reason has stuck with us for this entire time. <laughs> Who's your pick? What's the what's the match? Ambrose Ziggler for the title. Uh, Ambrose. Ooh, all right. Um, I find it I find it hard to believe that you're pulling the trigger on a title change so quickly. So I probably will lean um, with Brent and go with Ambrose. But I mean, you guys know how I feel about Dolph Ziggler and. People with brains. He's been fucking gold. Because of course he has. Because he's Dolph Ziggler and he's awesome and Aaron's a piece of shit and everyone hates him. Um, <laughs> because he's just so stupid about Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler is one of the great performers of our era. And I never said he wasn't. You're an asshole. Uh, that's what we all know. Yeah, that's... you're still. No, we still agree that you're an asshole. Well, yeah. that, I mean, that can, you, I can. You didn't believe he deserved this shot. And yeah. You're a piece yeah, of yeah shit. Go and, F and I say the match hasn't felt that big. The God, match I hasn't felt strangle you. Big. I just, I, oh, it's taking You're right. They've just had the best segments on SmackDown. Yeah, and every they season. focused on Bray. Before last week, the focus was on Bray Wyatt. It was because that's a problem. 
Is Bray, he in the ma- is Bray Wyatt in the match? No, well, wait, are you trying to do a Cena thing here? <laughs> no, I'm trying to pull I'm just saying, it's a problem when you're building a match and the focus is on someone who's not in the match. You're stupid. Uh, okay. Dolph Ziggler is amazing. And I would yeah, love we've it. We've already determined that you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, that's already been established. That's not, we're not making, we're not picking that. We're not doing a match pick right now. Hey, Brent, I, can you pick this match for me? Is Aaron an idiot or not? Yeah, 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 it does, doesn't it? It does seem that way. Seems like Insulting Buccaneers fans like that. <laughs> Terrible people. God. Uh, alright, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go in with Ambrose though. Yeah, Ambrose. And, Ambrose definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, but by the way, if this leads to a triple threat at the next pay-per-view, phenomenal. Phenomenal. If this, if the reason why this plays out is because Wyatt gets involved, I, that I'm high-fiving. I'm all for it. I think that there's a great story to be told between the three of them, despite the fact that it's not a very logical story. I think that they're just all three really good performers, and they can all handle the work that, that gets put into it. I think it's a good thing if this leads to three weeks from now, a quick turnaround to a triple threat match for the title, and, and I think they can go anyway at that point. In fact, I think that Bray as the champion would make a whole lot of sense coming out of that. But for now, Ambrose. All right. The uh, other, no, the, Another match, Lesnar-Orton. Ooh. We're going to save the universal title for last. Ooh. All right. Uh, uh, BG, Mr. Grimes. Uh, I'm guessing off of the, U- the UFC win, maybe they're going to go Lesnar. I'll take Lesnar. He does win a lot in the WWE. He does. He's a regular victor when it comes to WWE matches. Um, I'm up. You're up? Okay. Yes. Uh, and I will go with Lesnar. All right. AJ? I'm going with the RKO. I'm so excited that you did that. I am so excited because if you hadn't, I would have done it just for the for the hell of it. But now I'm going to go with Lesnar because I just wanted one of us to pick Orton. Um, I, I think the reason why I want one of us to pick Orton because I want to give them credit for how well they've done this. And I don't give them enough credit. Like, you know, I'm, I bitch about things. They have really sold this match to a point where, despite the fact that it involves Brock Lesnar, you can genuinely believe that Randy Orton could win the match. And he's I, going to win, and the reason why he's going to win is because Mark, uh, Brock Lesnar just knocked a guy out in real-life fighting, and so he doesn't need to be a winner at SummerSlam to look like a badass. Well, I mean, he already does. there is the whole, and you know, steroid thing. He, he could get, that could be a way to knock him down a peg and say, look, yeah, see... You, you, you weren't as good as you thought you were, blah, blah, blah. Because it doesn't matter because Lesnar's going to be gone until the Royal Rumble anyway. Right. Most likely. As, I mean, Maybe like, one appearance. Yeah, could he make a one-off? Maybe. But yeah. the most likely scenario is his next so, program. Like, is. It doesn't matter if he wins or loses because if he loses this Master Randy Orton and shows up at the Royal Rumble and or before the Royal Rumble and says, I want a shot at the Universal Championship, who, yeah, right. He's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No question. No question about that. Um, I also think that they, you stand to benefit a strong Randy Orton, which right now he has looked very strong. A strong Randy Orton is a very good thing for SmackDown for for the next six yes. months. That's a really good thing. I also think that he could go back to Legend Killer. I think there's a lot of places you could go. I I know I, I'm talking myself in that I should be picking Orton, but I'm not. I'm gonna pick Lesnar, but I'm I'm really. Oh, damn it. This you know what? Almost... F that. I'm... Rip it up. Rip up the paper. I'm picking Randy Orton, too. Yeah. I'm picking Randy Orton, Is too. Is Brock Lesnar in the match? I didn't... We don't do that <laughs> bit. That's not a bit I do, so go F yourself. I'm picking Randy Orton because I, I want it to be Randy Orton more than anything else right now. I think you can... Somebody can beat Brock Lesnar cleanly. I don't think it's the end of the world to have someone get a clean win over Brock Lesnar for it to be a 15-year veteran, for it to be a man that is a Hall of Famer, to me... I, 
that you have sold the story. I am buying the idea that you can have Randy Orton get his ass kicked, get tossed around like a rag doll, but you have sold the RKO so well that it is a completely believable story that when he looks dead in the water, he can hit one move and win the effing match, and it's credible, it works, and it makes Randy Orton look dangerous as fuck for the next six months, and it makes SmackDown better, it makes SmackDown more, holy shit, I don't know what's about to happen next. I think it's great, and it doesn't really hurt Raw because Brock Lesnar was never going to be on Raw anyway. So, and also, if he beats him, and then let's be realistic: if Randy Orton wins this match, it's a six-month at most time frame before he's the champ. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. But also, and then that's when Brock Lesnar comes back. Also, it sets up a credible Brock Lesnar. You've got something to do with Brock Lesnar when he comes back because a Brock Lesnar Randy Orton rematch then for either the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania is. Gold. Exactly. Yes. And you don't, let's all tell the truth about Brock Lesnar. There's not a lot of other very logical things to do right now with Brock Lesnar. I, I'm not yeah. saying, look, anything that involves Brock Lesnar is great because he's Brock effing Lesnar. No, it's the title at this point. Anything right. with the title. So you have Randy Orton beat Brock Lesnar cleanly at SummerSlam. You let Brock Lesnar stew on that for a little while while Randy Orton goes towards the title picture on SmackDown and then you have them run into each other again around Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. Tell me that's not. Just yeah, especially if you have Brock Lesnar come in at 30 and Randy Orton's been clearing house and then he eliminates Randy Orton, even if he doesn't win the Royal Rumble, that just oh. would set up. Oh the man, see now now you're talking me into the, I'm not go, I'm not going to switch my pick, but t- tell me this isn't great. You have um so Brock, Brock Lesnar's Brock Lesnar, right? Yeah, so, correct. So wins and losses don't really matter. He somehow wins the title by the by Rumble. Orton wins the Rumble and then challenges. Ah! Oh my god, I don't have enough jizz. Like, I'm, I'm fresh out. I gotta make more somehow. And I gotta go down to the jizz store and buy some jizz. Like, like, come on, man. It's gold. I'm so glad that AJ picked them and I'm, I'm glad that we talked myself into changing your pick. Aaron, you're not allowed to. I'm Sorry. not, I'm not changing. Go it. F yourself. Uh, it's still Lesnar. I'm AJ not and I are high five. I hate AJ, but I'm high fiving him That's on fine. this one. I'm high fiving him. I'm being Lesnar. Uh, Universal title, Finn Balor, the Demon King, the Demon King, oh, the Demon it's, King. It's not great. <laughs> against not Seth great. Rollins. Uh, all right, uh, Brent Grimes, you've been so good to us. Uh, one more pick. Uh, does Finn Balor still come to the ring uh, well, he did on Monday night. He came. He, he will be coming out as the Demon, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with him. All right, Finn Balor, mm-hmm. Finn Balor, the pick. From Brent Grimes. Uh, uh, Brent, you don't have to sit here and just put up with our shenanigans. You, you, we, we really I'm appreciate it. I'm having a great time All right, as, I love a, this. as a player in the NFL. You play in the NFL? Well, you know? But what do you yeah, – yeah, you... NFL is an acronym for National Football League. What do they do there? And, uh, they play uh, football. You know, not American football. Not, not, uh, so like tackle football. football. Yeah, we tackle each other. We wear no helmets. Shit. In Australia, they call it gridiron. Yeah, what the gridiron? What? That's another fact. AJ just dropped on y'all. Uh, who, is, who played? Who, who played for the Team USA in the Olympics for this sport? Oh, oh we we don't we don't nobody gives a shit about this sport anywhere else. <laughs> so, so it's not. But I uh, but I hear it's no. popular here. I hear people like it here. Yeah, it's very popular. It's, it's probably the most. Most popular, actually. But as soon as you cross the water, or not even water, if you just go down, you know, cross that border. Right. right. You climb over the wall. Nobody, yeah, nobody gives a shit. (laughs) Oh, dude, what can we plug for you? Can we plug like a foundation, your Twitter? Can we plug anything for you? 
I'm not really on anything. I'm just how about your wife's podcast? Just living. Oh yeah, your wife has a podcast, right? Yeah, she does. I heart Miko. Yeah, let's plug that. Let's plug that because because AJ likes that podcast better than he likes this podcast. She goes goes off. She has great great interviews with people. That's cool. Sometimes she uh, snaps on. I think the latest one is pretty much a a snap session on uh, some some terrible media members. <laughs> that sounds unlike her from what I've heard about. It seems so unlike something she would do. Yeah, but check it out. It's really good. Really good. Brent, you're a freaking great dude, man. If you want to hang out and just chime in whenever, that's awesome. But I, I we can't thank you enough for, for doing this, man. Like you're no you're problem. you're a ten, bro. All right, we, let's uh, let's make the rest of these picks. AJ's first. Here. AJ's first. All right. If they hadn't done Finn Balor with the paint on Monday, I would have picked Finn Balor for this match. Okay. But because they did it, and it kind of, like, not ruined the mystique because it's still dope and it's still awesome and it's going to be great when he does it. But I feel like by doing that on Monday, you're basically saying he can do it whenever he wants and not that he has to do it when he has to, like they were doing in NXT. Yeah, like the week before, he talked about how the, uh, you know, the warrior comes out when he has a big battle or something, and then he comes out and just randomly. So I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Um. You know, you know what I've been rooting for is to have Finn win and then to have Roman, you know, like turn and and it's a setup of Finn versus Roman type thing. It would be completely out of nowhere to do it right now, but you do have five weeks till your next pay per view, so I, I'm still rooting for that selfishly. But I think the realistic part of my mind is that that's too cool, too awesome to happen. It does seem like they're very committed to Roman as a face right now. And so I'm going to go with Which Seth Rollins. Which has surprisingly been... Yeah, I mean, but... Just because of Rusev, and, but it's Right, he, it's a very strong heel that they have him working with. Like, Rusev is... is He is really the strong... Is he the strongest heel right now in the company? Him and Lana combined, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, as far as getting heel heat, like, it's, what, either him or Miz? Maybe Charlotte? Like, you you throw those three together? I mean, the problem is too many people like Kevin Owens for him to be viewed as a a star. Like, he's he's not getting heel heat. He's very good at what he does. He's not getting heel heat the way that those three do. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins as well. I, I just, I, I want it, I want it to work out the way that I want it to, but, Ultimately, I think Rollins is, it's a better idea for them right now going into the fall to have a credible, strong champion. It's still a little, look, I know we all love Finn Balor, but it's still a little bit tough to sell the idea of going into, uh, football season when, particularly the Monday night show, right? Like, this is one that's gonna be up against football week in and week out. For you to give the title to a guy that's been on TV for a month is, I, I just, I don't know that you can do that. Now somebody would argue the opposite, which is, hey, nobody, you know, you're gonna get your ass kicked in the ratings anyway. So, so, why not? So appeal to the hardcore fans. Yeah, maybe, but I, yeah. I still don't see it. I, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say if you give it, if you give it to Finn, then you have people that are big fans of wrestling, but are gonna watch football. Now they're like, oh man. Right. Right. Know. Yeah, it's Finn. I, I hear you. And there's, an, I just, I, I think that the, it's so tough with the brand extension. You can't punt because it's the only time these guys are on TV for the week. You cannot punt against football. And I think that, that Rollins is just a more, he has a broader appeal. Also, what time do the football games kick off on Monday night? Normally, or? Nine. Is it nine or? or is 845. 840, somewhere like yeah, that. So you have that first half an hour right. to, to go with, with no up against football. 
so I think that having Seth start the show, having Seth be part of that, and also you, they do uh, plan against halftime. Right. Um, I, I just I think Seth is the way to go for a little while. The, the one thing I almost wonder, and you know, this is me probably looking too far ahead. Like, if their idea was we're going to put the title on Seth here. Why do you bring out the demon at this point? Like, that's something you could have saved and made sure, like, because if you have, have the demon come out and, like, really as, as apply a lot to it and then lose in the first match, that does take some mystique away from it. I, I hear you, but they are still trying to get him over as a character. They are still right. introducing him. There's... Well, and that's the thing. I would have almost said, okay, do a few months as Balor. Don't do the demon thing. And then when we're ready to really give you the, the you know, the rocket boosters, We'll, we'll bring that out. And that's what I, that's what makes me want. Otherwise I'm leaning towards Rollins. And I think I'm going to go with Rollins here. But that's the one thing that's like, why are you doing all this with the demon if you're going to have him lose in the first match? I'm not opposed to Finn Balor yeah. being, you no, know, I'm, like. I'm, I'm not saying, I, it's yeah. just, I, I'm trying to get into someone, you know, creative's head here. Right. What exactly are they doing? What are they well, I mean, you could, I mean, he's probably going to win his next five matches as the demon after this. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, for, but first impression but doesn't I get what you're saying, but I'm yeah. just saying. He's also first impression at SummerSlam against Seth Rollins, who right. won and made oh. at SummerSlam last year. So yeah. yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Well, there you go. Those are how funny will it be when we're tied and the reason why we all lose is and we're all sitting here doing shots of apple cider vinegar next week because Brent picked Finn Balor, Balor. Yep. and that's what it all came down to, <laughs> right? Like how and we're the biggest idiots in the world. Right? Yep. How great will that be? All right, well, very or good. That he picked Roman Reigns. Um, yeah. that's true too. That's, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We've, uh, God, we actually are. For air here for all right? <laughs> he oh, also man. picked Bailey, which. Which is not a, I mean, not that a, is Bailey, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, literally, would, would literally fuck all of us. Oh, yeah. God. God. Oh, this could be a rough <laughs> night. This could be a really rough night. The good news for me is I've already applied you, tolerance you, you've, to you've apple done, cider vinegar. You've already done this. <laughs> All right, um, let's grab a break. Uh, Broken Matt Hardy is going to join us. Oh, man. Uh, Can't wait for that. AJ's got to step out for a minute because he's got football stuff. And then you're going to come back and do the top five with us, right? Yep. All right, very good. I am uh, Glenn Clark. He is Aaron Oster, and that is... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. The Aberdeen Ironbirds have some very exciting events coming up at Lido's Field at Ripken Stadium. First, come out to Press Box Night at Ripken Stadium on Saturday, August 20th, and watch the Aberdeen Ironbirds take on the Vermont Lake Monsters and receive a free Press Box Ironbirds water bottle for the first 1,200 fans through the gate. Plus, our own Stan the Fan Charles will throw out the first pitch. And it's wrestling night, including an appearance from former WWE and current Impact Wrestling star Matt Hardy. Then, due to popular demand, the Aberdeen Ironbirds have added another Crab Feast night on Sunday, September 4th. For $56, you get a seat on the party deck and all-you-can-eat Conrad steamed crab, smoked pork barbecue, roasted chicken, hot dogs, and more. The buffet lasts two hours or until the start of the seventh inning. Call 410 410- 297-9292 or go to ironbirdsbaseball.com for tickets for these great events with the Aberdeen Ironbirds. Hi, Ken Zales here, KZ, from the Pressbox Fantasy Reality Football Show, which you can hear right here on Pressbox Radio every Sunday morning from 10 a.m. till noon. Myself, Sarita, the NFL chick, KO, keeping us on the air. It's called The Football Show. We talk all things football, high school football, college football, NFL football. Of course, we lean a little bit towards the Ravens, but we'll also talk Baltimore sports and all sports in general. 
Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. to noon, on the Press Box Fantasy and Reality Football Show. The Press Box Fantasy and Reality Football Show, Sunday mornings, 10 to noon, pressboxonline.com slash fantasy. Need to get some cash? No problem. Head to Royal Farms, step up to the ATM, and get your cash for nothing because there is no fee. Surcharge free ATM use. That's the way we do it at Royal Farms. Some retailers charge you to use their ATMs. They make you spend money just to get your money. We don't. At Royal Farms, you can come in anytime, day or night. Walk over to our ATM, take out your bank or credit card, and in just a few seconds, get your cash for nothing because it's surcharge free. Individual cardholder fees may still apply for using a Royal Farms ATM, but we won't charge you. So the next time you want to get cash at an ATM, come to Royal Farms. Because this is how we do it. Get your cash for nothing because there is no fee. Cash for nothing because there is no fee. Our friends at Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square are open for business with two all-new drive-thrus, a faster, high-tech kitchen, and a totally remodeled dining room. To you, it all means faster service and an even more comfortable place to eat. The next O's Day at Chick-fil-A is August 22nd. Wear any genuine Orioles gear and get a free sandwich all day. That's Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square, just off Campbell Boulevard in the Nottingham Square Shopping Center. And don't forget Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square for all of your Catering needs. Back in here for segment number three. It is jobbing out. Uh, just Glenn and Aaron right now. AJ had to duck out for a minute. Uh, it's Saturday night, Aaron. I am super excited about this. I know we're still on the fence about going up to New York, but I don't think I can go because one broken Matt Hardy is coming to Aberdeen for an appearance with wrestling night. It also happens to be press box night with the Aberdeen Ironbirds on Saturday night, and I don't think I can miss that. I mean, how could you? Broken Matt Hardy is the single best thing in wrestling right yes, now. Yes, I'm not agree or disagreeing with that in any way. Uh, let me tell you right now that you can get your tickets for Wrestling Night, which is Saturday night with the Aberdeen Ironbirds at Lydos Field at Ripken Stadium by calling 410-297-9292 or by going to ironbirdsbaseball.com. Broken Matt Hardy will be there signing autographs, taking pictures, hanging out with everybody, hopefully not eating. Just, just be careful. If you think you might be an ant, just... Don't touch a god. I hadn't thought of it that way. That, that's a, that's what he said this that. week. He said an ant touched a god, so he had to be eaten. Well, let's talk to the man who will be there Saturday night for a wrestling night and press box night with the Aberdeen Ironbirds. He is Broken Matt Hardy, and he joins us now here on Jobbing Out. Uh, Matt, it's Glenn and Aaron back in uh, in Baltimore. Do we have to worry about you eating us on Saturday night when we show up uh, in Aberdeen? Oh, as long as you are part of the Broken Brotherhood, of course not. The only way I would eat fellow people like you is that if you are Brother Nero's, and, and I don't think you are traitorous folks. <laughs> I don't feel as though we need to be deleted. I just feel that way personally. We do not need to be deleted, and we'd appreciate if you would not do that to us on Saturday. No, I am coming to Baltimore to bestow my broken brilliance upon you two and the entire city of Baltimore. <laughs> oh, this is so great. It's so good. First of all, um, uh, how is Senior Benjamin these days? Oh, he is excellent. What a lovely man he is. He works hard. He has big hands, calluses. 
but a loyal guard, and on top of that, he can also flip the switch, and he can also prepare the battlefield for Masca if necessary. <laughs> and, and, of course, our king. How is our king doing? Oh, the king is excellent. The sole heir to the hardy throne, King Maxwell, is doing absolutely fine. He has actually learned to delete very well now, and soon he will be a master of deleting, a Jedi. <laughs> is, he, uh, is he playing his xylophone? Oh, yes, he loves it. What a, what a wonderful gift from Senor Benjamin. <laughs> it's an extraordinary xylophone. Truly really a delightful gift. It really is an extraordinary xylophone. I couldn't agree more. Yes, we. <laughs> How does one become part of the Broken Brotherhood? Uh, well, you have to understand how to open your mind past the realm of, like, a simple mortal human mind. Basically, when my incident happened and my broken condition occurred, it allowed me to open up my mind to use a much bigger percentage than most normal mortals do. Now I have the most potent parts of my brain unlocked, and because I have done this, it allows me to do more. Because I am not just a human, I am more. I am magic. Uh, have you noticed, Broken Matt, that there are a few more people that appear to be broken? Like, have you, are you seeing your message being spread to more and more these days? Yes, it is virtually an epidemic. It is, uh, it is passing around everywhere, and I have noticed that uh, my broken brilliance is slowly spreading, and I think not only can I save the Impact Wrestling and, and make it greater than ever before, I can save the entire wrestling industry, I can save the entire world. Because we do live in somewhat of a broken nation now, currently. And if I had time to run before, I think I could defeat Brother Nero Clinton and Brother Nero Trump, as they are both not suitable for the office. Oh. Oh. What a, how do you feel about one, and again, we have to step outside of Impact Wrestling slightly, but um, how do you feel about one Bray Wyatt, Broken Mats? Oh, Brother Nero Wyatt, oh, I have been watching him very closely. I have Vanguard 1 circling his residence, keeping a close eye on him, because I know he is a plagiarizer. So I watch him very, very closely. And when the, when the opportunity and when the moment is right, I will strike him down with my broken brilliance. Now, we've seen some, or, some organizations just infiltrate all of wrestling, such as the Bullet Club, who you uh, recently encountered, I believe, down in South America recently. Could you see the Broken Brotherhood take over all of wrestling like the Bullet Club did? Uh, yes, I am sure you will see in in the, uh, the months ahead, that uh, you will see my broken brilliance. And if I can rehabilitate my uh, nefarious brother Nero, we will start appearing in more places than just Impact Wrestling. It is, a, it is truly a movement, the broken brilliant movement. How is that rehabilitation process going with your broken brother Nero? Oh, you know what they say. It's very hard to teach an old mule new tricks. <laughs> but I am truly working on it. You know, I had to deem... The, uh, the, you know, the, the, the former name, you know, the, it's, I, I own it now. No one can say it. You can't either. And if you do, I will charge you, or Vanguard 1 and Senior Benjamin will come to collect. You cannot say J-E-F-F-H-A-R-D-Y. I wouldn't dare, because, no. I, no, I, I would not dare. Not. That is my intellectual property. TNA has paid me so much money for using that. <laughs> it is absurd. But with, with Brother Nero, I had to break him of his selfish ways, of his self-serving, uh, egomaniacal ways. And I am slowly working on that. This last week on Impact Wrestling, he uh, put himself through a table and punished himself because he knew he had committed blasphemy and he had denied my broken brilliance. So I think we have made a step in the right direction, but it is definitely a long process. I also have to break him from his addiction. His addiction is that he is a spot monkey. He wants to get on every point in a building and jump off of it. And that is not what wrestling is about. Wrestling is about two men in the ring having a, a true man-to-man combat. Now, when someone gets deleted, can they be undeleted later? Hmm. Uh, well, basically, when someone is deleted, what I do is take everything that makes them what they are. I take their spirit, their soul, their aura, their essence, their charisma, 
So in theory, I hold that. I contain it. I have a renowned scientist currently working to find out how to, to, to take this essence that I take from people and, and bestow and, and bring into me and for me to absorb it. We haven't got to that point yet, but we think we will. He is a renowned scientist. <laughs> but I do, I do have those things that I am holding in a certain room, in my, in my room of trophies, in my, in my building, uh, beside the room of obsolescence. And he is holding those items. And if I wish to, I could restore someone, I assume, because I do have that compliment. Wow. That has broken Matt Hardy. He's going to be there on Saturday night with the Aberdeen Ironbirds for wrestling night. You can get your tickets right now by going to ironbirdsbaseball.com. And we have been told there, there will not be any eating. That's not necessary unless, of course, you are a Brother Nero. In Brother case, Nero should not be in Aberdeen. They should yeah, definitely avoid yeah, the Ironbirds. avoid the Ironbirds on Saturday night. Uh, uh, Broken Matt, you brought up Vanguard 1. You have so many wonderful toys. Um, how did you acquire not just Vanguard 1, but all of the wonderful things that we saw you use? The dilapidated dur- boat. Yeah, during the, the, especially during the final deletion of Brother yes. Nero. Well, it was a, a truly a wonderful thing. I had my renowned scientist working on Vanguard 1 for uh, for several years. And finally he had come through, and we have the hologram, we have uh, all, the func- all the functionality that we wanted from Vanguard 1. But once my broken condition happened, then I was able to animate these objects. I have animated, I have put life inside of Vanguard 1. I have animated Scar's Guard and the dilapidated boots. It is more than just a dilapidated boat. It now is, it has life. It has been animated. And I think as time goes on, I will continue to share... Uh, my, 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 my powers and my magic with the world, especially to inanimate objects that deserve it. Now, we saw this past week on Impact Wrestling, Vanguard 1 can drive a car. What else do we not know that Vanguard 1 can do? Oh, in the next few weeks, your minds will be blown. Vanguard 1, his power is limitless. Oh, my. Well, now I'm, I'm, I have no idea what that means. I'm freaking out a little bit. I am a little concerned as to what it could mean next. Uh, yes. uh, uh, Broken Matt, is there, and I mean this in a big picture way, is there an ultimate goal for the Broken Brotherhood? Oh, yes. The ultimate goal of the Broken Brotherhood, without a doubt, is to be the uh, hold the title of the world, be the champion of the world in Impact Wrestling, because that is the title that Brother Nero, uh, you know, stripped from me. He was the one that caused me to lose that title. Whenever Brother Nero was the uh, champion of the world, I always supported him. I was a very loyal brother. Him, on the other hand, he, he, he didn't agree with what I was doing. He wasn't supportive of me. He, he stood against me as opposed to standing behind me, which is a blasphemy. And that is why I had to delete his ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that is the ultimate goal, why then must the uh, obsolete mule get you the tag titles? Uh, well, because this is the start of his rehabilitation. If you look into anyone's past, Usually the problems currently come from somewhere in the past. Uh, the, the whole descent, the, the whole genesis of our descent was when I first came back to Impact Wrestling, and the whole reason I did that was to win the tag team titles of the world with Brother Nero. And once we accomplished that goal, the very next week he selfishly was out on a cycle with wheels, jumping heels, and he broke his leg without, without a care in the world about me. So basically he's my obsolete mule, and I put him to work. I had sent him on this odyssey to regain the tag team titles on his own, which he has done. This week on the ladder match, he faces three teams. He will do it on his own. If any of those guys try to step to me, they will uh, become a buffet. I will say that. (laughs) He he, he, he has to win these tag team titles back. That is one of his steps in in his rehabilitation. And and on top of that, uh, if he has the tag team titles and 
basically I have the tag team titles, then I make more money because now all of his earnings come to me because he is my profit. That is a good point. That is a really good point. You didn't think about that, Aaron. I, I didn't. You might be a brother Nero now that I no, think no, about no. it. No, no, no. I am just, I am learning how to become part of I'm not quite, right. my mind has not been opened up enough yet, but I am working on it. I am working Vanguard on it. Vanguard 1. I have to ask before we let you go, Broken Matt. Um, I, I just saw a tweet of yours about ejaculating your energy um, upon uh, one EC3. Yeah. Uh, can you can you explain a little bit more about ejaculating your energy? Yes, it's more or less like a banshee. There is so much energy contained inside my body. Whenever people, uh, whenever they they love me or they hate me. Or oh, they, 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 they despise me, uh, they adore me, whatever it may be, I absorb all of that energy and I contain energy. I am a very powerful vessel in, in that way. So whenever I faced EC3, the third version of Carter, a few weeks back, and right from the beginning of the match, I worked him down by uh, releasing my banshee-like sounds and energy into his face. And, and basically, you know, so many people have these dirty minds. When they ejaculate, they think of a dirty word. But ejaculate also means to say something quickly from your mouth. Uh, ejaculate, basically my energy came out into him, into his body, and it weakened, it gave him a weakened condition for that match. And, uh, one other guy I have to ask about, the newest addition to, uh, the little world, and Aaron Rex. What, what's your thoughts on him, and is he gonna need to be deleted? Ah, uh, we will see. Tom will tell. We will see if he is a brother Nero or not, but I do know this. If Aaron Rex tries any of this, uh, uh, mimicking of me, like he used to do in his former life or his former uh, employer, then he will get deleted. <laughs> he is the great Broken Matt Hardy, and he will be there on Saturday night with the Aberdeen Ironbirds again. Go to ironbirdsbaseball.com right now to get your tickets. Broken Matt, um, it's also on Twitter, at Matt Hardy Brand, but uh, you, this is brilliant. We are big fans, and again, please don't eat us. We can't wait to see you Saturday night in Aberdeen. Excellent. Just remember this advice that will get you through life. Don't be a brother Nero. But if you are, Brother Nero, then I will eat you, and I will delete you. Oh, my God. How great was Broken Matt Hardy? I don't know, guys. Oh, well, all right, all right. We'll get, we'll get back to you in a second. You settle down. Brother Nero, AJ, over there. Yeah, right? He definitely will. He'll definitely eat you. There's no doubt. If you were showing up in Aberdeen on Saturday night, he would eat you in a heartbeat. Um, that kicked ass. That was awesome. Broken Matt Hardy is gold. I mean, he's just absolute gold. We, we've been talking about the New Day being the best thing in wrestling for so long. They are. Bro- I mean, he's, Broken he's Matt's doing pushing, great work. He's, he's doing really, it. really he's great really work. He's really pushing it. So, uh, for those that are like, uh, hey, why was that in character the whole time? We, we kind of wanted it that way, to tell the truth. Like, we, when we were negotiating, or not negotiating, but we were sort of figuring out if we're going to do this this week, uh, I said to Aaron, hey, I think we're going to have Matt Hardy on, and Aaron's like, Dude, let's do it in character. I'm like, well, I'll do, we'll do whatever he wants to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to force the guy to do right. it in character. He wanted to do it. And um, the message I got back was he'd probably prefer to do it in character because he's really obviously quite committed to the character right now. Um, and so we're like, we're good with that. We'll do it totally. We didn't want him to delete us. Right. <laughs> oh, man, he's so great. All right, let me plug one more time. 410-297-9292 or ironbirdsbaseball.com. Get your tickets Saturday night. Uh, it's wrestling night. It's also press box night, which is my company, and we got a water bottle giveaway, a press box Iron Birds water bottle for the first 1,200 fans. Um, and get there and go meet Matt Hardy, uh, Broken Matt Hardy, and just he's awesome. He's awesome. Appreciate him coming on. How much does 1,200 water bottles cost you? I have, I, I literally have no idea. I don't. They, I am so not involved with this aspect of the company. I, I don't know. They're nice water bottles, actually. I've got one. Like, they're, I don't think these are like a two dollar water bottle. Like, I think this is a legit. I think it's a pretty decent giveaway, uh, to tell you the truth, and I don't know what the, the cost is for that. But you, hang on, for the cost of a base, a cheap baseball ticket, 
a minor league baseball ticket, you're getting a free water bottle, and you're getting a chance to meet Matt, uh, Broken Matt Hardy. Become part of the Broken Brotherhood. Yeah, you're telling me that's not a pretty good way to spend a Saturday night? I might actually have to make Yeah, that. correct. Thank you. You're all jerks. AJ's back, and I hate him again, despite the fact that we agreed on Randy Orton last segment. Uh, he is uh, AJ Francis of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, and we've got one more one more thing to do before we get out of here for this week. That is a top five. Um, we haven't done it in a little while, have we? It's been a couple weeks since we've done a top five list. Is there anything else that we didn't? Oh, Alberto Del Rio, bad news. Alberto Del Rio suspended for 30 days for a PD violation. It's coming up on. I, there, there were talks that you know he only signed a one-year deal. Yeah. So by the end of this, that Monday night could or Tuesday night could have been uh, the, the last end time we for Alberto Del, Del Rio and WWE. Man. AJ likes Alberto. So you I, hate Alberto. I I, I'm not. I just, I just don't. And this isn't. I don't think he's. It's that he's a bad worker. I just don't think they've ever really gotten much out of the character. I think they. Listen here, Penrill. <laughs> but he has Paige. Somehow got Paige. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. What is he still going? Alberto uh, Del Rio has Paige and Zack Ryder has Emma. What a world, man. <laughs> what a world we live in. Good for both of them. Yep. Um, yeah, whatever. It's what it is. I, I just don't think, I think he was in a crowded picture on SmackDown. I don't think there was much for him to do as it was. And, you know, they're now they've kind of had, they've had Randy Orton kind of removed from the picture because he's got the Lesnar thing, but you're putting Orton back into the picture here as, uh, after he finishes the Lesnar feud. So I don't, I don't think it really hurts them terribly to lose Alberto Del Rio moving forward, but it's what it is. It's a bummer that they couldn't get, couldn't or wouldn't get out of him what he showed in his time away from WWE. Because he showed a lot in AAA and Lucha Underground. Like, it seemed like he Look, had... Look, I'm not... I've never no, 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 I, I'm, no, just, I, I'm saying... When he first, I, the problem that happened was he was really good when he first came back, but he was he was hindered by the whole angle they were working with Zeb. And then by the time Zeb left, they had already rode him back into, oh, this is... We're just going to say Pero a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just nothing... There's nothing to do there. And they, they fucking put together a group... After Survivor Series, which to me, they they had nothing for Survivor Series. And then all of a sudden after Survivor Series, there were four factions that popped out of it. You're like, what? What the fuck? Like, that would have worked great for Survivor Series. But they put it together a month after Survivor Series with no purpose for it. They never gave it a purpose. It was just, hey, none of us are from America, so we'll hang out together. Like, I, I I don't understand it at all. But yes, I like Alberto Del Rio, the worker. I just never, I don't think they've done anything with the character to, that I'm going to miss it all that much. So it's what it is. All right, uh, top five, is that it? Is there anything else we need to discuss that we have not discussed at this point? Ring of Honor's got a, an event this week, right? Oh, yeah, they got the uh, their big, which, Death Before Dishonor. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, Cole versus Lethal. and That probably won't suck. It, it'll be probably pretty damn good and It'll probably give uh, the Bullet Club a title in Ring of Honor when all said and done. Ooh, and I can unfortunately can't make it Friday night. By I know the way, you're... speaking speaking of Adam Cole, check out my interview with him in Rolling Stone. Oh, you had something else this week, didn't oh, you? Oh, I had a bunch of stuff, and we'll get yeah. to that at the end. I had a whole bunch of stuff yeah, this you past had, week. You had a pretty good week. Yeah. Pretty good week. Um, what is the what's uh, the, you're me... still a dork? Well, yeah, I mean, well, yes, well, but like... I was a relevant dork this week. Yeah, he also, you don't like Dolph Ziggler, so go fuck yourself. I don't, you know, in fact, I changed my mind. Nobody should read uh, Rolling Stone. You shouldn't. Don't, don't ever go to Rolling Stone because Aaron's an asshole. That's that's how I. He didn't even listen to his own promotions ideas. <laughs> um, all right, uh, what's 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 the evolve? Give me the quick rundown on evolve. Oh, uh, 
evolve. We have uh, Joppa on yep. Friday night, then Brooklyn Saturday night. You can do Brooklyn. The Saturday afternoon. Saturday right? afternoon, that's what I meant. Because you can do both evolve and NXT and uh, in Joppa. I will be there. I don't think you will be there. I because, unfortunately cannot make it. But um, two big men at the top. Matt Riddle challenges uh, Timothy Thatcher for the title in his ongoing uh, thing against Catchpoint. Do you have, you have a good Matt Riddle joke to make, AJ, by any chance? Um, riddle me this, riddle me that. That wasn't I what I meant. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, that was that, 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 that was actually run. the worst thing you've done. <laughs> but hey, that wasn't what not, I was hoping you would go. Um, and then of course the first match since he left WWE for Cody Rhodes, and he's facing Zack Saber Jr. That probably won't suck. That yeah. probably will not suck. So that's evolved Friday night in Japa. We had um, Drew Gulak on a couple weeks ago to talk about that. So. It uh, should be very cool. All right, uh, very good. Let's get into our, our top five. So give me the background on this, Aaron. All right, so this guy, uh, David Bixenspan, I'm not exactly sure what he does. He's some sort of journalist, but he filed uh, filed a uh, media request with the FCC for all of the complaints against WWE in the past three years. Pretty great. He's only released one right now, but it is the great thing. And I'm going to read it to you, but know that I'm cleaning it up because everything is misspelled and it's terrible, but... <clears throat> Problem description for WWE Raw. Problem description. WWE is refusing to change up... This is from uh, November 2014. WWE is refusing to change up their storyline on Ru- <laughs> Rusev and Big Show. On 10:20 on Monday Night Raw Live, Rusev was about to rip down the American flag on national TV. WWE always tapes the show, so there is your evidence. But for three months, Rusev and his manager badmouths America. Just attempting to rip down the flag is an act of terrorism and is illegal. This needs to be dealt with. WWE will not do a thing to change their story lineup. Also, Rusev assaulted a member of the armed forces on national TV live. WWE needs to be removed from airtime of all networks until they can change their storyline according to the laws. Oh, man, I actually get so excited for this. This is really wonderful. I can't wait for this guy to release their... That was the first thing yeah, that he saw when... Oh, my God. This is going to be the great... Because you read all whenever they do it for the Super Bowl halftime right. show. Right. Oh, no doubt. And that's tremendous. Think about three years worth for Raw. Well, uh, so it led me to the idea. What are... If, you know, some, some complaints that maybe should have been filed against the FCC over the years, or against WWE to the FCC over the years, all right? So that's our top five for this week. Top five complaints about the WWE that you would have filed to the FCC, all right? All right. You good with this concept? Uh, the main yeah. event, you get to you go said first. it's supposed to be in the last what? Well, I don't. It, it, I don't, doesn't it could matter. be whenever. It could be whenever, honestly. Okay. So uh, you can go ahead. You are uh, You are the main event, so you go first and last. What you got? Number five. Uh, number five, that's why I asked what I asked, because, I mean, if we're being honest, there was literally necrophilia on the television. <laughs> yes, there was. This is factual. Well, I don't remember that. What, what was the story? Triple H dressed up as Kane mm-hmm. and had sex with Katie Vick's dead body. Well, I mean, I mean it was a different time. He AJ. screwed her brains out. <laughs> I believe necrophilia was more they commonly loved, accepted hey, hey, in, that, hey. in that era. They loved each other. That's true. Did you think about that? They that that's love. That you just I got not. you got the witness love. Yeah, I could see where maybe somebody might complain to the FCC yeah. about the necrophilia on the screen. Uh, uh you want to go number 5, Aaron? Yeah, I'll go my number 5 and it's it's very recent. I I filed this this week. This week we had to see a man's testicles in a jar on live television. Not only did we have to see that in multiple segments, may I add, we got to see them microwave it. 
improper medical and just, quite frankly, gross that I should only be seeing in I health mean, class in schools. Yes, that's a fact. And uh, it, it, it was terrible. Schools in health classes? <laughs> yes, microwave <laughs> testicles in health classes. The regular classes. thing that you do. Exactly. Regular thing. I would agree it's inappropriate. Yes. I would agree with that. And actually, it's very similar to my number five, which is more a general statement about the New Day, which is all of this grinding, all of this need to shake your genitals uh, in my direction as a viewer, I find it to be wrong. I find it to be disturbing. And frankly, I find it to be unnecessary. And that's the part that really drives me the craziest, right? Like, it, it is in storytelling, sometimes it is necessary to reference genitalia. But frankly, the New Day does it gratuitously. They do it simply because they think that they're allowed to or that it's okay, and it's not. It's unacceptable. I do not need to see you shaking your fanny in my face, okay? As a good religious man, that's unacceptable to me. And really, my more than anything, my wife doesn't need to see that. That's inappropriate towards women is the way that I, I see it. That sounds a lot like my number four. That's my number four as well. It okay. Was, uh, my my number four was basically it wasn't from me actually I I did the same thing and I got um, the FCC reports and uh, someone a hundred year old woman it was actually the same woman who complained about Elvis shaking his hips on television. Well, I mean, um, fifty years later she was still old and white and so she decided that it was time for her to take her next charge against Big E. So I okay. I'm telling you it's compl- I'm, and I'm with that I want that woman to know she has support here that is completely inappropriate it's uncalled for and I think you can accomplish I, and I just this is a suggestion that I'm going to make why not shake your hips for Jesus how do you know they're not yeah. I mean I, they they haven't referenced it once but to they my might knowledge be. they are not everyone shaking. knows that unicorn is Jesus in Hebrew does everyone know that I don't feel as though they've done I'm a good job and frankly I got to be honest with you those 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 loud colors they use are similar to the colors that the homosexuals like so I just true. I just need to I need to be the one to say it I I have to and the way that three men are all shaking their 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 butts Barriers. together yeah wearing unicorn horns I I got a lot of questions and I as a, a again as a good religious man I cannot simply just stand by and watch it without letting the FCC know about it Well mine mine is a butt related offense but it is not biggie <laughs> Instead uh I do not like the fact that in the early 2000s every week we had to see a guy have a close up of his butt and just stick it in people's faces. And usually the cameras would get mm. right up there mm. so we could see every little detail of that gigantic ass. And uh, that entirely inappropriate on the camera guy. If it's one of the long distance, that's fine. But to go up so close, clear FCC violation and should violate every person's sensibilities who is watching that. I don't disagree at all. I, I don't disagree one bit. It's it's painfully inappropriate. And frankly, the other thing about that is that the man's derriere was just not. It was it was completely unpleasant. I mean, if it's one thing, if if you've been, you know, sculpting. It uh, wasn't Stacy Keebler. Right, right. If you have a, a body, if you're, you know, they, they, what they say in the Bible, the body is the temple. And clearly, this man was not treating it as such. And so I'm with you. It's it's wildly inappropriate. Uh, my number four, again, as a religious man, I have to tell you, uh, taking the Lord's name in vain is something that I have a, a great issue with. And also using uh, church songs in a non-church situation, terribly inappropriate. And I'm not sure why this man, who clearly is the leader of some sort of cult, who comes out with, with other men that are dressed like animals, and I, I don't know how to say it, why they would think it would be appropriate 
to sing he's got the whole world in his hands uh, obviously, there's only one person that has the whole world in his hands, and that's, and that's Jesus. Donald Trump. Well, okay, <laughs> yes, all right. So there are two. There are two. There are two. But I believe that Donald Trump has made made good with Jesus. I believe they're good now. Um, and so it wildly inappropriate to to create a false prophecy, a false god, which is what they are doing in that situation. There is only one God, and the Bible makes that very clear. And so you cannot have. Anyone singing, he's got the whole world in his hands about this this cult figure, this cult leader. It's terribly inappropriate, and the FCC and the government need to do something about it. So I, I'm going to file a complaint uh, about Bray Wyatt. I, I agree, and I would also, my number three is actually, um, it's really a big issue, especially in Florida. Um, the fact that the WWE was so openly supported, supportive of human sex trafficking mm. during the 1990s mm, no is doubt. just utterly Baffling. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. The Godfather I'm, would go to had multiple new homes. I mean, these these were people. These were human beings, and he demeaned them and he pimped them out for their money. And he won titles because of it. Do you think he shared his title reigns with any of his hosts? No, no, not a chance. Shared. Well, actually, wait, one of one of them. Any of his yeah, wait, wait, wait. The, the ho- a ho is a hardcore. Shared. Yeah, that is true. There was one that title reign. That is true. Yeah. But it wasn't his title reign he shared with. This him. is true. Yeah. He also had none of his hoes at his Hall of Fame induction speech, and I think that's just downright disrespectful. You always got to show love to your hoes, and he is not. You got to think you're a one. say that the Godfather should be under investigation, and WWE should be shut down by the FCC. I I agree. It was shameful, and and really, I don't think they ever apologized over what they did. Um, They never did it. They just had multiple hoes on TV every week. And 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 truth, and you know what makes it more disappointing? He realized the error of his ways and and turned from his sinful life, but ultimately came back and was celebrated not for when he repented and became the good father, but his it was the celebration the WWE had for him was for his philandering, for his his work. Think about how many marriages he tried to break up, how many weddings he tried to stop with his disgusting practices. And he knew, he knew he was wrong. He was wrong, and he turned, and he, you know, he he attempted to censor all of the horrible things. He frankly was an extension of the FCC mm-hmm. for a little while, and that was a wonderful thing. But for him to then be be brought back and 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 and, and fated, what do you, what's the word here? Fated, fated, how do you pronounce that? F e t e d. Come on, man. We're all smart people. We all should be able to come up with this. But for him to be celebrated for his work as a pimp, as a pimp with his whores. Disgusting. Thank you. Awful. I did not have the word. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, you talked about something that's very big in Florida right now. I have I have something that's very big, something that has people all up in arms in North Carolina. <laughs> and in 2006, a wrestler, a male wrestler, mm-hmm. Vito, started coming out and wrestling in a dress. I remember this. That offends my Which bathroom did he use? We don't know. They never told us. Mm. For all we knew, mm. he was in the women's locker room. What the hell? Now, that place is saved for wonderful female em- <laughs> talent employees like Santina. <laughs> like Santina and like Godfather's Hose. <laughs> all of the Godfather's but, <laughs> but the fact that I have a son... He sees it. Maybe he'll think it's okay to wear a dress. You have a son? Well, no. Okay. I was but little, this SEC was, complaint. <laughs> I, was SEC like, complaint. I was like, wow, that is a weird way to let yeah. us know about that. Like, the FCC complaints person has a son. 
was like, that hit the my ear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, I, I got I got into character a little <laughs> bit too much. Use the words, I <laughs> have a son. Yes. I'm like, yes. whoa. Got into character there. Come on, wow. it's method acting. Wow. All right. Um. I mean, I know, I, I know that, that you, you, yeah. and, you and uh, your fiance have been raising a little girl. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, but yes, uh, people. How about what if I said boys everywhere could have seen that and thought it was okay to wear dresses? Well, that's a good point. And and, and that's something the FCC. And then stopped. we have the whole bathroom situation, so it's a big problem. My number three is something I thought we had addressed before as the FCC, but we learned a week ago that apparently it's still acceptable. Um, I believe the finest work that the FCC has ever done is to completely change the landscape of broadcast culture following the incident at halftime of the Super Bowl where we saw a wardrobe malfunction involving one Janet Jackson, and, and nearly her entire breast became exposed. Now, we didn't actually see anything because of what she was wearing, but the fact that it came close mm-hmm. and that devil boy, Justin Timberlake, also deserves uh, quite a bit of blame here. He is a, a horrendous, horrendous harlot. Um, I, I could not believe that merely eight days ago, there was another wardrobe malfunction on WWE programming. Yeah. I mean, but, but wait a second. You thought that was awesome. You're the problem here, Francis. That was wildly inappropriate and you should get down on your knees and pray to God, uh, for the sin of enjoying such a thing. This, I want to pray to God for creating that. (laughs) This this woman, this sexual deviant, clearly, uh, Eva Marie, she suffered a wardrobe malfunction right there on television. Right on television. And i got to be honest with you, I'm skeptical as to whether or not it was on the up and up. I don't know that it was a... Because, look, if it's legitimate, I'm willing to understand that. But the way that it was presented made me think that perhaps there was a plan involved and there was an intention for her to suffer such a wardrobe malfunction. And why we did not see her naughty bits, the possibility existed that we could have. And the FCC needs to prevent that type of thing from happening. What Think of the children. Well, I mean, they tell us every week how enchanting she is. They harp on her looks. Like beguiling. And beguiling. Clearly, that's part that of it. The announcer has such a thesaurus on him. It is amazing, <laughs> isn't it? I would kind of wish you'd mix it up, actually, every week. I kind of wish you would. But, yeah, that that needs the wardrobe. Mal- I thought we handled the wardrobe malfunction problem in the past, but apparently we did not, and so we need to clean that up a little bit. Uh, uh, AJ, you're number two. My number two. I'm not really sure how the FCC works um, with, like, non – broadcasted like on television things like how they control streams mm. Mm. but i think the fcc should really look into wrestlemania they showed sixty thousand penises at wrestlemania <laughs> sixty thousand penises were showed at wrestlemania because there were sixty thousand dickheads dickheads <laughs> And that should really be looked into. Oh man! Well, I mean, I was wondering exactly where you were I, going. I'm with like, that. I'm trying to think. Was it something related to the bootios or the like, unicorn what? horns or what? Wow, that! I don't know how you have a number one because <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just shot it there at number two. But damn, uh, I'm not. I don't even really have a way to follow up with that. That, uh, that was strong. Yeah, that was that, 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 was, that was really great. All right, uh, Aaron, you're number two. <laughs> My number two comes from 2014, and it comes out of uh, something that one Nikki Bella did. Mm. And uh, on that show in fall of 2014, she turns towards her sister, Brie Bella. She utters the following sentence. 
I wish you died in the womb. Oh, God, yes. That promotes abortion. It promotes abortion. Not only that, you have all the children you know who are I watching. Blame, you know who I blame? The liberals. Yeah. All, they, these, all these abortion-loving liberals. The parents everywhere had to explain to their children what a womb was. Yeah. Yeah. They, kids should not know what a womb is. That's a good point. That's a good point. And because of her filthy language. Probably, probably has promoted teen pregnancy. Absolutely. You know? I'm with you. I'm like, with you. It's it, it, it was it, quite possibly the most horrendous line ever yeah, uttered it's, it's on really television. Dangerous. All right. Uh, my number two, um, and, and it was referenced earlier in this program. Um, Aaron, you work in radio, correct? I do work in radio. What's one of the cardinal rules about when you are um, an operator on the radio? What's one thing you're not allowed to be? I, I know, drunk? Uh, yes, <laughs> you are not allowed to be drunk. You are. Okay. There is an FCC rule that says... When you are uh, operating on the radio, you are not allowed to be drunk. Good thing we're not on the radio more often. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, who appears very clearly to be operating drunk regularly now on WWE? One Shinsuke Nakamura is very clearly operating drunk. And the FCC needs to step in and do something about it because it is unacceptable that you are providing that you are showing kids that it is okay to go to work drunk. Imagine. For a, we've had some some horrible incidents this summer involving um, uh, amusement park rides. Imagine if the operator of your amusement park ride was wearing is, this shirt. Was the wearing the King of Strong style shirt. He saw Shinsuke Nakamura and he thought to himself, "Well, if he can go to work drunk, I can go to work drunk." And you get on the Super Duper Looper, and all of a sudden the Super Duper Looper just keeps looping and it loops your head right off. All right? That's what this is going to lead to. It needs to end. It would be a terrible trip to Hershey Park. It would be one of my five worst. And I'm telling you right now, I am not going to sit back and stand for children seeing drunk operators on television. He says he's the king of strong style. He is violently, violently attacking people while drunk. He ripped off Samojo's nose. He ripped off You know what? Maybe the, the, the people that we're seeing eating each other now in Florida might have been inspired. Well, that or Matt Hardy. They might have been inspired <laughs> by Shinsuke Nakamura. So that needs to be put to an end. Now we have to uh, reverse, reverse so that uh, AJ can go last. Yes. My number one, I don't need to see this ever. I never need to see this. The human body only goes in so many ways. And I have seen Kevin Nash's go in ways that it's not supposed to go. <laughs> Brought it back, baby! There we go. Brought back a Kevin Nash's quad joke. You're welcome. Thanks for bringing it back. You can say it. Brought it back. I am not supposed to witness the body going in such horrible, horrible directions. And so my number one is I have a complaint about Kevin Nash and the way his quad has turned on television. Nice. Well played. All right, you're number one. Uh, we have seen in the past the FCC has stepped in. It doesn't necessarily have to be profane or anything vulgar, but it could just be traumatizing to people everywhere. And the single most traumatizing act happened on a December 2012 episode of Raw when Alberto Del Rio, who is now finally getting his good upcomings here with his suspension, he ran over Santa Claus. He ran over Santa Claus. Disgusting. Children everywhere were traumatized. It was the single most traumatized ever shown in the history of television. And the fact that Raw was not shut down for six months because of that is an outrage, an absolute outrage. I, look, I, I, I got to be honest with you. It's one of the most egregious things I've ever seen in my entire life. And um, I, if I'm if I'm being truthful about this, I think he should have been tried for treason. 
And and honestly, Santa Claus an American? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, Santa Claus is whatever. He's everything. Yeah. Uh, and frankly, I think he should have been pub- publicly hung. He should have been hanged in in a circle in the town square for us. In the all... square circle? Yes, in the square circle. <laughs> That's the way I think this should have gone. I don't think this should have stopped at an FCC complaint. I think this should have been taken to the Supreme Court, frankly. And and it's disgusting. It's one of the most horrendous things I've ever seen in my life. And I'm glad that we're speaking out about it. Uh, AJ, you're number one. My number one. It's uh, it's sad because it's coming from somebody that I actually respect, and I hope that gets healthy very soon. But the fact that we allow Emma to we allowed Emma to come on our screen every Monday and finger pop. All those balloons. That's clearly. I mean, I, mean, all, I mean, all those bubbles. That is. You are not. You know. You know. You can't be finger popping things. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if I went on TV and was finger popping some things. Right. I would get kicked out of the NFL. That's a great point. And finger popping stuff. I, I on think TV? kids immediately will go back and and Google search finger popping. And, and it won't end up well for. 